Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live from the garage. I can't do it. I can't do a radio show. Will you please play the old sports song? My goal in life is to like break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this Welch's grape soda if anybody wants some. When I'm not picking on my gut, I'm listening to that Midwest, fucking Europe, I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck out. This is my show. I said, O-R-I-A-M. That's my name from the other end. Hey, everybody, this is Killing a Neutron. No, you just suck on it. Fuck the audience. Like, what's your favorite show? radio station? Live from the garage. Like a cycle logs into this shit. <laughs> don't drink Seagram's Escapes. One pound feet. It's gonna ever keep me down. Live. From the barrage. I saw the Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my school. You are full of shit. Let me do my show for Christ's sake. I have a great story. It makes sense to me. <laughs> What's wrong with you, people? John Hulan, fuck you. Uh, yes. Say hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Welcome back to Live from the Barrage. Welcome, Ryan. Welcome, Patrick. Welcome, Brian. Music off. Thank you, everyone. We appreciate it. Thanks Thank for joining us. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> it's enough thanking everybody. Thank you, Ryan, who uh, filled in for Trevoit's preemptive strike. Yeah! 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 Hey, Ryan. Trevoit's preemptive yeah. strike. I'm amazed Ryan made it back from Colorado in time. That was amazing. Yeah, he filled in, and he's here already. He's he here. took the red eye, whatever that is. The yeah. teleportation. That's <laughs> yeah. it. And Thank you, Tree Void, for uh, allowing me to step in and uh, take care of that. Nice job there, Ryan. We didn't listen to a note of it. That's Real right. cool. Well, we, I, we were very busy. I tried, and then I was like, oh, man, I forgot to do this music thing, and I couldn't. I was going to tune in. I have a lot of excuses. Just send me the MP3. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure it was great. I'm sure, yeah. There was a lot of music, so listen you to, love it. Listen to Tree Void's preemptive strike every Friday night at 7 p.m. Eastern right before this show thank you every friday night and uh nice job ryan they're filling in but did you have fun doing it yeah it was good yeah was good. what'd you do you played a lot of funk jams some soul uh, i got my guys involved in it they recorded me and uh got some oh uh, yeah soul r&b all that good stuff so nice good. yeah it was, fun. It was nice. fun did you get to play all the tracks that you had selected oh yeah yeah so it actually worked out perfect it was like 59 minutes of music and like 10 seconds of three 10 seconds each of uh in between chit chat, oh, goody, perfect. <clears throat> so, as long as it didn't run into my show, I'm did happy. You, did you talk up <laughs> the <time>. records? <laughs> <laughs> did you, you do? Did you yeah, do got, like your radio voice? I got voice? paid to play some records, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's called payola, man. You yeah. don't have to do that. Sounds what? like a hit, really. <laughs> hey. why why do, I thought that was okay. Did why, you, why do you think Eric Bachman agreed to be on today? <laughs> <laughs> payola is in effect. I'm just kidding. A little a little later at 9 p.m. Eastern time, in just a little uh, about an hour from now, we will have Eric Bachman. Um, one of my musical heroes. It seems to be a theme lately that all of our musical heroes are being on. And uh, Eric Bachman is the uh, singer of Arches of Loaf, guitar player, of course, and uh, Crooked Fingers, and uh, his own solo stuff uh, entitled Eric Bachman, which he is releasing his second album, which comes out today. Today! today. The self-titled Eric Bachman. You can get that on Merge Records. It's called you sure, it's are you sure Eric Bachman, Eric Bachman. Are you sure you're pronouncing his name right? Yes, yes. That's okay, the one guy I know I'm pronouncing pronounce his name it, right. Pronounce it with two N's. I'm a big fan. I have I have every Archer's record, every Crooked Fingers record, and I uh, I don't have two of the races. I have to, I'll have to buy that one. But I just pre-ordered the new one and the vinyl. Pronounce so that should, Merge sent me an email today. It should got, be coming. I got all that stuff today. I got the reissues and the, or not today, uh, like two days ago. 
and wow. the uh, but I, I opened them all today. The packages are outstanding. Cool. Nice. What did they reissue, Pat? Uh, they reissued uh, the first Crooked Fingers record and the second Crooked Fingers record, Bring on the Snakes, and uh, of course Eric's new record, uh, uh, self-titled. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, all those Crooked Fingers albums are incredible. Tremendous. Dignity and Shame. What's some of the other ones? I forget. Mm-hmm. I have them all on my iPod. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, video iPods. It's still still hanging around. Mine is still kicking ass. Yeah. I mean, I don't take it to work or anything anymore. I used to. I just leave it out in the garage. And it seems to be working fine. I put a 256 gigabyte drive into mine. Did you, oh, you opened it up and like replaced the drive and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I just saw you with this little screwdriver opening your phone. What are you doing over there? <laughs> 256 gigabyte. He's always fiddling with electronics. <laughs> More busy. <laughs> I got busy fingers, he's, John. He's tinkering. He's tinkering. <laughs> I like to go out in the garage and tinker with electronics. To tinker with my toodle. <laughs> So we're excited to have Eric in. So he's going to be calling in, of course, and uh, it's going to be fun, friendly really interview. Cool. I think yeah. he has an alias that he went by for a while. I think it was Barry, Barry Black. Black. Yeah, well, well, Barry I'm not Black. sure what that was. We'll have to ask him about that. It's good. I think it was a soundtrack thing, right? Uh, I, uh, he may have done some soundtrack thing, but I know but he, under he released Barry a, Black. He released a solo record under Barry Black. Okay. Right, he definitely did a solo record soundtrack thing, but I don't think that was Barry Black. Mm. Thank you. Correct. Sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. Ding. There's a watching former Ranger Brian Boyle mix it up with the Islanders right now. He's getting a little frustrated. A little scrappy. Down. Well, nothing little Islanders. Scrappy. Pat's very excited. Islanders <laughs> in the playoff hunt. They better start winning soon. Oh, God. What? <clears throat> I don't know what it's talking about. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of hockey, I went to uh, I went to work and then, uh, what was it, yesterday? Congratulations. What's today? Today Today's would be Friday. Friday. Oh, no. Wednesday. So Wednesday night is my Friday at work. And um, I leave work. It was eight, an 8 o'clock Rangers game. And, of course, I have to pass through Penn Station, which is Madison Square Garden, basically. You know, underneath. You're underneath the ice when I, where I got it on the train. And uh, it was an 8 o'clock game, so it was late. When I get out, I usually get the tail end like an hour later or whatever, the, 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 the stragglers of the game. I, this was full-on game party mode. Like, everyone was going nuts. So I texted my friend before, and I knew it was uh, Zuccarello Gnome Night. Now, if you don't know Matt Zuccarello, he's a he's a little Swedish guy or a little Finnish guy or whatever he is. <laughs> what is he? Who's Italian? Is he Swedish or Finnish? Yeah. If you, don't, if you don't know who he is, neither do I. <laughs> neither do I. I know who he is. He got hit in the puck. He got hit in the head with a puck, and yeah, you know, he, was... sh- he stroked out. And now he can't talk, but he's leading the Rangers in goals. <laughs> Which ain't saying much. Yeah. So they, he's like five foot nothing. He looks like a little gnome. And uh, he's, you know, he, so they, they release Rangers Gnome Night. And the best thing is they put a picture of him holding the gnome on Instagram. And he does not look happy at all about the gnome. <laughs> he looks incredulous that the, he's, they made a gnome out of him because no, he's no, short. It's part of his contract. <laughs> he's like, come on. All right. I'm short. I get it. So Fuck he you. He didn't read the promotional section of his contract. <laughs> <laughs> the Hobbit, as uh, Adam Krizawa calls it. So, um. It is the best deal on the roster. He's great. He's a playmaker. Anyway, we, I, so they, they have these little gnomes, and the Rangers don't really do that. Like, you know, these bobblehead. It's a, like a bobblehead. Mm. And uh, as Mario would tell you, gnomes are gold. <laughs> <laughs> they sell on eBay for like 50 bucks. So they give out all these free gnomes. I text my friend. I'm like, oh, did you go tonight? He goes, no, I sold my tickets. I said, oh, it's gnome night. And the Rangers didn't, it wasn't on the schedule. They just said on Twitter the day before, oh, by the way, it's gnome night. So he's like, ah, oh, shit, I sold my tickets. He's like, uh. I was like, oh, I just wonder if you got a gnome. He's like, well, you want a gnome? I go, no. He goes, he's like, why are you texting me about a gnome? <laughs> he's like, now he's like accusing me of feeling him out to see if he has one. You're I'm using like, him for a gnome. I don't give a shit about the fucking gnome. I, I don't care. I don't want a gnome. I'm just texting you because I'm, you know, curious. I'm your friend. Right. Specific, like, specific conversation. You want a gnome. You want to know. So uh, anyway, now I go outside and I see all these 
people are just coming out of the game with these gnomes in boxes. And I'm like, I'm, i got to get me a gnome. So now I want to know. Uh, Tampa Bay scores 1-1. One, one. So now I, I'm walking I'm going, I'm, I'm walking down the street like Mario. Like, anybody selling a gnome? <laughs> selling a gnome? He's got a gnome. And people are ignoring me. And I'm like, I see people. Like, hey, buddy, you want to sell that gnome? It's like, no, I'm good. You know? <laughs> so finally, I get a guy. I'm like, uh, I, I, I just go right up to him. I'm like, hey, man, uh, you want to sell that gnome? And he's like, yeah, how much? I said, how much you want for? He goes, 10 bucks. I'm thinking like I'm paying 20. I'm like, all right. I give him two fives. I got a fucking no. So now I text the picture to my friend. He's like, I knew you wanted a fucking no. You piece of shit. You were just edging me for a gnome the whole time. So now I don't know what to do with it. It's, I mean, I guess I'll, I'll keep it. It's, it cost me $10. I'm looking on eBay, 60 bucks, That's Brian insanity. Music Golf. I, I am scanning this bar. I'm scanning the barrage for this gnome so bad. Look up Matt Zuccarello gnome on eBay. I what do you got, Ryan? Already, uh, I see it selling in the neighborhood of $70. Wow. I can't yeah. believe I didn't get two fucking gnomes. I yeah. tried. One and one went for 75, 77. Wow. These are completed auctions? $100. Yeah. New in box. <laughs> Man. No, these are, uh, most of these look like they're buy it now. I don't see any auction ones. Here. Right. Well, this so. is the thing. I, I'm, yeah, I like wanted $100. to get two gnomes because then I could double my money. <laughs> or if I get two gnomes, the other thing was like, uh, if I get two gnomes, I got to give them both to my kids and they got to just throw them on the floor like everything else I give to them. I, I cleaned my son's room today and I know what you're, what you're thinking. Why are you cleaning your own kid's room? And I said the same thing. Because kids can't clean. They clean like shit. And I have to get in there with, and get my hands dirty. They do when you beat them. <laughs> yeah. They, 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 you know, they don't know how to organize and dust and vacuum. They know how to throw things in the corner. So yeah, I clean you know it the it's right not getting way. Done. It's not getting done the right way. And see, uh, the, there's the DeGrom gnome just like tossed in right. a corner. This is actually... Uh... This is a picture. I, I'll put it on the chat box yeah, in a minute. He looks like, but what the fuck? This is what somebody used to advertise their gnome to sell it. So right. Right. He's wearing a pink and gray hat. And uh, I'm going to put this up. Right <laughs> I got my Mets season tickets. I got two. It came with two like Mets tote bags like that say playoffs on them or some shit like that. Playoffs. So I'm like, oh, here's, here's these tote bags, guys, you know. And uh, I go in their room today. They're, they're just both on the floor. Well, you know, gnome wars is a thing, right? For people who have share garden apartments. What? Gnome wars. <laughs> okay. Whereas if, say, and this is popular in Hoboken where I live, um, my friend Tracy has a garden apartment and she has a shared backyard with the people that live upstairs. They have a deck that leads downstairs to the garden and she has the first floor that goes right out onto garden. Okay. She's a big Packers fan and the people upstairs are big Giants fans. Okay. So they have gnome wars where they each get their gnomes and they... Ah, they see. smash the other and place the other. It's friendly. They but it smash gets, them? Yeah, it's real yeah, vicious. It's not too friendly. Wow. Wow. That but doesn't then sound very friendly at all. But then they replace it. They replace them with Yeah. The That's like a $100 replacement. No, they go out there. $60. Yeah. You just said. It's yeah. decidedly more pricey than a shot glass bet. <laughs> <laughs> Smashing nothing and then buying it for 60 bucks. Here you right. go. Sorry, Bill. Well, so here's the, a gnome bet. The, the, these, are, these are money people. So this year, the Mets have a, 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 a gnome night with yeah. Syndergaard. <laughs> Tax the gnomes. All the gnomes go to the one-tenth of one percent, in they, my view. What are they calling that uh, Syndergaard gnome night? Oh, I don't it's know. Gnome Syndergaard. Syndergaard and gnome, they're calling uh, it this year. <laughs> you know, there's two guys in the office like, is it, should we call it gnome Syndergaard or Syndergaard gnome? I don't know, man. What do you think? <laughs> I ha- I You're to be, fired. I happen to be at all the bobblehead nights this uh, season. Really? Yeah. yeah that's just, just by just by fluke. For the Islanders. Yeah. So I got all that's of them. That's great. And then uh, there was there was one. I, I, I was looking and I realized, oh, I, I didn't get the Tavares one. Maybe I should go on, uh, I'll go on eBay and I'll get the Tavares one and I'll have the whole set. 
there's got to be so there's I, got to be. I I'm go sorry. on eBay and I purchase one. <laughs> so, like, but like it was like next to nothing. It wound up being like I think less than twenty dollars total shipped. Right. Right. And then, but then I'm talking to. Uh, uh, our friend Derek, who I have a, a ticket package with, he's like, "Did you pick up your bobbles head, bobblehead yet? Bobble bobbleheads yet? That's hard to say." Right. I'm like, "No." He's like, "Yeah, we we get all the bobbleheads as part of the ticket package." I'm like, wah, wah, wah. Wah. The, "The gnome, the gnome puns on the chat box." There's got to be a gnome. There's got to be a gnome. People saying, one, huh? uh, "Billy Joel, you ought to know him by now." And uh, Kurt was saying, "I don't know him. Why I'm texting you about." The gnome. Is there a- there's this gnome. Um, uh, next week on Protonic Reversal, no, Noam Chomps. It's Reversal? Pan- it's Pandanomium. Reversal. It's Pandanomium. <laughs> Reversal. No, it's like the Bizarro. <laughs> it's Pandanomium in the chat box. <laughs> uh, Conan saying, you, you, you ought to gnome. Lots of gnome things no going man, on there. Right. No is, there is there a Noam Chomsky one? There must be a gnome. Yes, I just said. Oh, oh. This is like the fifth time you've done that. You know, no, Like no, when I no. say something and you're, and you're like, hey. He gets a great idea, then he doesn't hear anything. <laughs> he doesn't going hear on. anything. Yeah. It's really I weird. I'm on delay. How'd you do in school, Brian? Well, I did great. I finished. Yeah. You're a smart guy, though, but did you pay attention? Do you have like, do you have OCD or something like that? I'm In Barrage, I must. <clears throat> Everyone thinks they have it. So it's like, like, you ever ask somebody you have OCD and they're like, no. Nope. <laughs> Like, no, it doesn't happen. Everyone's got it. So guess what? What, what? don't I have? I think what? I have something worse. Actually. Boy, if it, what is it called? If everyone has a uh, great adventure fast pass, then no one has one. <laughs> what, totally <laughs> worth it, by the way. Why is it worth it? Because you don't have to wait in line. <sighs> yeah, cheapskates wait. So stupid. You guys are part of the one percent, man. Yeah, if you want to wait all day, yeah, and then if, if everyone buys them. You understand the philosophical question no, we have I going do. in here? I do. I you do. want to take a chicken, a fox, and an egg across the road or whatever the stupid shit <laughs> that's called? There's a system. There's yeah. a system. There's a system. <laughs> and then they're going to make the faster pass that's faster than you, right. and it costs like uh, 1500 bucks. You just ride around in a roller coaster all day. That's it. <laughs> that's you never from one up. side of the park to the other. They strap you in and hand you martinis, and you're done. <laughs> yeah, worth it. When I was a kid, I had a gold pass. It's like the airplane thing. If everyone buys that stupid right, airplane right, 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 thing, right, I got you. where the, the fuck is the regular line? You're talking now about the, the boarding? Yeah, now the, new, now the boarding line is the regular line. I'd we're start, all stuck. I'd start with the fox. Right. Yeah. Hey, that's what the fox said. <laughs> if mm, Long Island Railroad had it, mm. I would totally buy into it because mm. that's a bum rush when they announced the the track. I can't put the fox on the <laughs> chicken. What <is> the <laughs> <laughs> I just don't go to the fucking great adventures. That's all. It's fucking changed. It's cha- Ryan. Place. It's changed since I was a kid, and I went there often. Yeah, I was. I was changed. in the day. I was. I we, when we were walking out when I was a kid. Uh, we were in the parking lot, and we saw this big fire. It turned out being the that fire where uh, a few people died in the haunted house. Oh Jeez. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A couple of haunted houses day. went up that year. One I, hap- I didn't fucking do it, bro. Well, I didn't. I didn't suggest it. Wasn't it. Me. I'm just. I'm just I giving know, you a look. Yeah, I'm just like it's just a look right, right, right now. I'm just. It wasn't me. All right. Ryan was smoking Lucky's behind the haunted house. Holy <laughs> shit! Look at this fucking thing. <laughs> there's the Great Adventure haunted house that went up. As if the shit wasn't scary yeah. enough when we were kids. Right. And then there's one that went up in Long Branch. Long Branch, and New people, Jersey. And people yeah. passed away no, in that, that too. Oh yeah, you're right. That 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 was uh, both haunted houses. <laughs> that was big fire, bro. Mm. Holy shit, Jay. I'm laughing at the chat box, sir. <laughs> <laughs>
Dan, I thought you were Dan, laughing at all the dead I'm people. not even on the chat. Now, now I have to get on the chat. Dan Dara saying uh, his pass, his fast pass was a Coke can as a kid. You remember? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, They yeah, still yeah. do no, that, yeah. I They think. still do that. It used to be wow. like the right. coupon on the Coke can. Toby, how do you know about Action Park? Right. Action Park was treacherous. Everyone knows about it because the yeah, big story came out. Uh, like, that was that, I, I yeah. did prefer Action Park. I always like water parks better than uh, roller coasters. Yeah, parks. me too. And me I too. believe Dovey lived as close as Toronto at one point. Did he, did he not? Uh, he lives in Canada now. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not sure. I think he lives in Western Canada, oh. which is why I will not send him not, a gnome. Not close. <laughs> you know, that the shipping on that gnome is going to ruin my whole overhead, Dovey. He probably has gnomes, wild gnomes up I there. Would, I would just give him one if he came here. He has gnomes in his backyard that, that just grow there naturally. <laughs> nope, he says. I don't know what he said nope to. We 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 said he lived everywhere. Like Toronto. So. No. Well, <laughs> it would be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> I suppose. Very good. Well, I'm keeping my Good gnome, I think. Should I, Actually, now I'm like, I, I'm afraid to take him out of the box. Do it. I don't want to be one of those people, though. Dude, take to- out to- toys are meant box. to be played. Right. I'm going to take him out. out of the box, and I'm going to put him on display. How about that? There you go. Yeah. That's exactly the correct thing to do. Screw everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. Just like, Enjoy your, it. like your, your Spider-Man action figure. Mm-hmm. you got to play with it. Take it out. It's probably <laughs> too late to sell it anyway. <laughs> like Mario. I'll pay the goddamn shipping. The market's flooded. He has, right, he has a glass case in his house that his wife can't even touch. Toby's already in the car. He's on his way here. Stop coming out of He's shoveling his car oh, out. No, he's going to come beat me up. Wherever he lives to come get my gnome. Maybe he's going to punch me in the big nose someday. I'm definitely not giving it to my kids. They've shown gnome respect <laughs> with the stuff I give them. Thank you. I get gnome respect. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All the gnomes are gnomes are no good, you know. They're no bargain either. Actually, they are. I bought one for $10. Gnome sweet gnome. Gnome sweet yeah. gnome. There's always a bunch of choochers outside the Barclays Center anytime there's one of those bobblehead nights. Sorry yeah. bobblehead. Sorry bobblehead. Sorry bobblehead. I know. They're annoying. And I was that guy for one night. But there I was but there like, was There was a guy outside the Mets game, Pat, who looked like a you know, uh, comic book guy. And he had like a sack, a satchel around his thing. And he had a sign like fucking. And, and he had a fucking sack full of these fucking gnomes. This dude, there's, but like, there's people outside Barclays Center. Like, okay, I'll give you ten dollars for the gnome. Like, ten dollars, you could have bought a ticket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, could, yeah. The Rangers game was a thousand dollars. You could have saw the game and got the bobblehead. <laughs> right. The night of the All Star game at City Field, I saw Mario's plan uh, for merchandising fall apart Is that because true? We, we, we went to the we went to the boardwalk where uh, you go for you for the trains. <laughs> right. And everybody. <laughs> Statue out. Ryan, go ahead. And yeah. all of a sudden, he opens up this giant backpack and just starts taking all this merchandise out. No, inside the stadium. No, outside uh, by the train. The, okay, the boardwalk. And yeah. just started from all these programs and uh, t shirts and things you, since like 1985. Oh, yeah, and yeah. I got stuff for some, <laughs> some collectibles to sell. Nobody even fucking looked at him. Mario's going to be the only guy to get bit by that dog who dresses up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the most the dog benign, with the pipe in docile. You know, the poor, poor dog. He's so sweet. And I always take his picture. Yeah. And I always leave a buck. Do you? Then you're yeah. you're you're perpetuating that whole chooch's uh, angle. Fuck that guy. Yeah. It's it's that not guy's cool. A dick. That dog's so cute though. He's got this dog outside his city field in front of the Mets Can't games with a pipe in its mouth, sunglasses on, and a Mets hat on. Yeah, and the in, the sun, in the sun. In the sun. He sits there all day. Whatever. I mean, I'll maybe it's what. not that cruel, but whatever for that guy. It's I'm going to give cruel. him That's shit. Dog's fucking cool as hell. He's yeah. really cool. But what, and also, what is it? Maybe <laughs> He's like Poochie. What's it? Maybe, maybe an hour tops before everyone's inside anyway? Yeah. So... That's the that's the. You bubble. keep right. that pipe in your mouth. I'll give you a fucking whack on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> the dog is so it's so well behaved too. <laughs> Poor fucking. Has his nails painted like orange and blue. 
<laughs> uh, saying, no, he doesn't. You, you it does. Oh, no, really? No. Yeah. Oh, that's, See, now that's, that's animal always, cruelty. It knows how to give paws, so I always Teach, get, Teaching uh, your dog how to smoke is one thing. You dog, know what gives, dog, dog gives Brian, great paw. Your story gives me pause. No. <laughs> dog gives good paw. You don't see the uh, the sheetrock screw holding the uh, pipe into his paw. Oh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Crazy glued sunglasses. Those, they, they don't come off. <laughs> Dan Dara saying that's a misnomer. <laughs> hey, hey, oh. Nomer. Hey, oh. Get it? Thank you. <laughs> Say a word. Is <clears throat> my dog. Uh, I tied a rope around his balls. You want to take a picture? <laughs> Jerk. Jerk off. What's that guy going to do when the dog dies? Mr. Nomer. Find some other poor animal to stick something in his mouth? Douche. Is going to use Mario. Give that guy a dollar music off. Don't give that guy shit. Fuck that guy. You tell him next time you see him. John Hulahan said, fuck you. <laughs> I'm a sucker. And they kicked the pipe out of that dog's face. No. <laughs> yeah, you think that dog sees any of that I'm money? Do, I'm going to show up there no. with a steak, and I'm going to make that dog bite that guy in the balls. How about you don't even look at that dog? She's my baby now. I'm going to put an entire raw T-bone steak in front of that dog. <laughs> kick that guy's ass while the dog's gnawing away. <laughs> yeah? 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 The steak? Yeah? You know, if the money went towards, like, the ASPCA or the North Shore Animal League or something, that would be really cool. Yeah, you know what it goes to? A six-pack of natural it ice. To, it, goes to, <laughs> it goes to him breeding more sunglass-wearing dogs. Right, right. It goes towards his... Uh, <laughs> Standing room only opening day ticket. Because <laughs> that's a fucking half an eight ball for that chooch. <laughs> Dickhead. It's a four ball. <laughs> it's purple. Uh, I know a four ball this week. It was a rough night. We played the, We played Colorado. To find a picture of this dog for the chat. Listen, I'll make it up to you next week. We play the Yankees. I'm going to make hand over fist this dog. <laughs> I got a question for you guys. Speaking of tipping a dollar, do you guys tip? This is a question that came up today. I never even heard of this. I'm a pro at that. Go ahead. What? Do you tip? All right, Brian, you're a bartender, so you know about tipping and yeah. what the proper things to do. Right. Do you tip on a takeout order? Um, Is that Halak or uh, what's his name? Great. It the, depends. The Islanders goalie just Grace. made three incredible saves in a row. Right. <laughs> no, but it depends. I, I have. I certainly have. Because I think this will be a divisive issue. Like, uh, How about pizza? Not, you don't tip on it when you pick up a pie, right? No. How about Chinese food? No. How about if you go to a restaurant? The proper it restaurant. It depends on the restaurant. So what do you also, mean? It also, it depends on, like, you know, if you're being a pain in the ass for asking for, like, extra things, or if they did it extra quick, or if they did a favor for you, then I'll no, certainly just ordering throw five regular bucks. shit. You order three sandwiches or uh, whatever. No, it's a solid no across the board. Also, if, board I'm paying, if I'm paying by credit card and there's a tip option, I can't... I can't not do it. I feel oh, bad. See, I'll, I'll always leave you. at least three bucks. That's how they get you? Yeah. No, that, I, even that. I leave it blank. Too here's, bad. here's an example. My parents were being a real pain in the ass when I was visiting them, and they're changing their orders, and we're in the car going to pick up, because they don't, in Arizona, it's hard to find good, where right. they live in Arizona, it's hard to find good delivery, you have to pick up. Are you so, saying that, okay, are you saying Because that they I, live in a remote area. Uh, I, I was, so, I thought you were uh, saying that it's because Jewish people were difficult, and your parents are difficult. I, the, that's, 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 that, that's not right. That's a halfy, we live in a halfy household. Oh. <laughs> okay. Halfy, halfy. Who's, wait, is your uh, Jewish mom? Jewish mom. Ah, I see. Which means, all right, I see where you go. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. It's matriarchal. Uh, right. Anyway, they're always making changes as I'm en route to pick up the food, and they're calling me and texting uh, me about it. So I'll always, always, always tip the guy for making noise. Why are people so indecisive about food? Just pick what you want and be done with it. Have you noticed I'm bald? <laughs> That's not because half because of the Mets. Your hair fell out because your parents are half, breaking your balls. Half Mets, half Jets. No. I said that wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
When I was like 13 years old. Don't get him started that time he failed math in fifth grade. I can't do my fractions. When I was like 13 years old, my mother sent, she was working and she sent me to go pick up a pie on a Friday night. Uh, It was about two blocks away from my house. And I get down there and I uh, order the pie. And then when it's done, uh, I go in my pocket. I didn't have any money. I was like... I was like, oh, I don't have any money. I got to go home and get money. He's like, all right. You know, and I was like, actually, you know what? Can you have the delivery guy drive me home and then I could pay him? <laughs> He's like, what are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> we used to ask the delivery guy to pick up beer and cigarettes. Mm-hmm. He would do it. And you'd throw him a real nice tip. There was, uh, uh, there was a pizzeria that actually was right next door to the video store. They used to send movies with you. Oh, yeah? That was, that was great. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> you made a pie and, uh, I don't know, backdraft. Yeah, Chud. Chud. <laughs> Faces of death. Overboard. I think I mentioned this in the air before, but there used to be a Domino's in my neighborhood where if you ordered double anchovies, the guy would come over and sell you weed. <laughs> Nobody orders double anchovies. That's a code word. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's like that's like the ice cream. It's like the ice cream, the good the Mr. Softy conversation. I know what you got. All right. One double anchovy coming up. All right. Me and my roommate walked up to Mr. Softy 10 p.m. on a Sunday night, walked up to him, and Brian's like, shake? You want a shake? I'm like, yeah, I'll take a shake. And he's like, yo, guys, what's up? What can I get you? And Brian's like, yo, two chocolate shakes. And the guy was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I thought he wanted a bag of shake, just the the leftovers. No stems or seeds or buds. (laughs) Right. Has anyone, I'm just logging on to chat here. Has anyone posted a picture of the Mets dog yet? No, that's no. up to you, it looks like. Okay. <laughs> and I'm I use... sent you a picture of uh, Zuccarello also, because I'm not logged in. I saw anyway, that. I'm still Post not tipping on takeout. People are adamant. to like, you don't have the to. guy put your food in a bag. Ooh, yeah, good for you. Know. You know, we all suffer now and then. Depends you know, how big like. the order is. You know, I tip like crazy. I'm not tipping some guy. And it's like, I'm picking it up. I cut out the delivery guy. Yeah, but you if I walk I'm in, the delivery guy now. You don't have to. But if yeah, I walk in there. You. If you're a nice guy, you would. If I walk in there and they're under pressure, I, am a nice I feel bad. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Do you t- you do it, Pat? Would you tip at a pizza place if the place is all crazy and they give you a pie? If it, it was lunchtime and it was fucking crazy, yeah, I'd yeah. a couple of bucks hmm. on the drink. Oh, no. I posted the wrong <laughs> I posted the wrong picture. Brian accidentally posted a picture of a tranny. (laughs) Oh, my God. Brian Musikoff just posted a sexual picture from his own phone onto the chat box by accident. I was going to send it to you, but I'd rather have it be a surprise when I got here. Dovey's, of course. The legs are on the other end. Here we go. Just pay people a living wage, which is the correct way to go about it. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, they're, they're, th- those on the chat. Yeah, sure, yeah, because Reagan. Yeah. Oh, here's this dog. The dog. He's got a Mets jersey, a Mets see, he's neck, cute. neckerchief, a pipe hanging out of his mouth, and you could see. And I think if you zoom in, you could see his nails are painted. Oh, they really are, probably. <laughs> I can't zoom in, but it looks, I see some shading. So it's of color probably there, a lady right? dog. <laughs> that dog's real, having a great time. What do you call right, it? Conan call brings it? up a good coin. Absolutely not. You go to a coffee shop and get a coffee and walk out with it, just put no, a tip on a no, coffee. Fuck that. What are you out of your mind? No. And stop paying with a credit card to get a cup of coffee. I'm sick of, of tip jars being everywhere. Okay, listen, for, there's bur- not a, for it, coffee listen. shops, definitely, I say definitely tip, yes. Why? Because it's, it's made at the counter and it's served to you. You're getting a coffee to go that's in, it's in, reflected in the price. Yeah, should I yeah. go buy a t-shirt at the Gap and tip the girl behind the counter <laughs> yeah, for fucking hitting Tip in everybody. Wait, tip my subway driver? Stop what the fuck? <laughs> and again, you don't have to tip. <laughs> you don't even have to tip at a bar. You should. Oh, come on. You have to. No, you know, I, if you on. don't tip at a bar, come on. Forget it. Well, I agree. No, because tipping is factored into their. <laughs> it's the reason they make sub minimum work. Now, do you do buybacks? That's, that's a big no, question. No, you don't tip you. for coffee. Do, You're out of your mind, man. You get a cup of coffee, you walk out of the place, tip for coffee. Well, well I don't. Yeah, first of all, people I don't talking drink, about. No, the cha- I'm shit. talking to the chat box, oh, too, because people are also disagreeing with me. Tip for coffee. Yeah, Ryan, you asking me if I do buybacks? Yeah. Of course. 
Because uh, there's a lot of times I'll go to a bar, and the bartender knows I'm there and knows I've been buying drinks. I never see a uh, buyback all night. I don't expect some, anything. Yeah. Some, bars you can't, spot, but some bars you can't. Yeah, yeah. some bars you can't. But also, uh, the place I go to, they buy me back all the time, and I leave cash on the bar the whole time, and when I leave, I leave the tip. I don't... Right. Like, these the guys pile. are saying they tip on every drink. I would do that if I had left, but I wait till the end and do quick math in my head. Not even math, but just because I know because I'm a drunk. How oh, much and I you can't leave. walk out in the buyback either. Yeah. Oh, that's hard. Sometimes I have to. You gotta, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah, yeah. I got to get the... So I, I tip as if the buyback did not happen. Right. Yeah. Right. I like the Irish bars where you get the wooden coin. Okay. Here's, <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite. Here's another bit of etiquette that I should mention. When given... Say I would give you a... You stellar... guys have money to burn? Go ahead. <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> Ryan. I'm listening. Say I throw you your uh, your fourth... Uh, Stella Artois. So, right. Here, Ryan. Cheers. That's on me, buddy. I knock on the bar. It's on me. Right. Which if cheers paying, would have been enough, Ryan. If you're so paying, know what I mean. If you're paying cash all night, what do you do? If I've been paying cash all night, and I throw you a, one on the house, uh, besides tipping you, continue. Do, tip right, you, right, 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 do right. I buy do, you a do, drink? Do you do uh, you tip on buybacks? Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah. No, I tip. I tip when I'm leaving. I, I okay. Well, that, that's valid too. Yeah. Oh, you're saying if someone's if someone's tipping per drink. Right, they walk right. up to the bar, they go back to a table, whatever. Right, right. I mean, and they it, pay and tip per drink. Here's an interesting one. Yes, I, I tip on a buyback too. Always. Bucks. Oh no, no, I I tip the worth, I tip. the worth of the drink. So yeah. then, then what's the point of the buyback? It's reciprocal, Billy. Hey, thanks, man. Right. Yeah, that, that, I'm, you're, I'm on a buy, I was. I'm Again, I don't. I don't expect anyway. it. At the I, end, I don't expect right. it. All right. Here's the different thing. I do. Yeah, I do that. At the at the end of the night, I will reciprocate the tip, um, and reflect the buyback in the tip. But if I'm tipping per drink and I get a free fourth one, I throw two, three bucks down. That's valid. All right, that's fair. I don't know because then what's the point of getting the buyback? It's all it's all a scam. <laughs> why don't you right, just right. charge me for the drinking? We'll call it a day. Why are we doing this dance? <laughs> right. It's kind of like when you buy someone else a drink and they buy you one right back. It's like, well, you just canceled me out. <laughs> that's right. Wait, let me ask you this though. What is it like? You go to a bar. It's what six dollars for a beer. So uh, yeah. crazy, is it crazier than that? Is uh, more? No, it depends. Uh, for for uh, at the bar that I work at, well, it's a, domestic it's a domestic okay, is it's five, irrelevant. Uh, right. So let's five say or six five dollars, right. whatever. Yeah. Five dollars for now. Uh, what am, what are you expecting on on each drink? Are you expecting a dollar or two dollars? A dollar drink is is fine. That's it's great. That's absolutely oh, really? so not I'm tip, I'm, tip, I'm tipping more. That's good. Regular people, yeah. You're not looking at that guy like that guy only gives me a fucking dollar for every drink or something like that. It's not like because I I end up giving like two dollars a drink. You and know? again, I, just uh, just to be safe. Well, I do too. Also, where I drink, it's also I'm friendly with the bartenders. Yeah, so I'm inclined to tip more because right. Of that. Well, that's, they, they, yeah, you're looking out. If I'm at a show right. and I'm buying drinks, like like you said, going up to the bar, get a beer, and you walk away. Yeah, I tip on every drink. Right. I'm t- sometimes I tip a dollar if I'm getting. Uh, sometimes I tip two. Right. If I'm getting two drinks, I'll tip three. Right. Something like right. that. You know, I like to mix it up. <laughs> right. Well, that's the thing. It's, Keep and, them guessing, Joe. Well, right. You know, if I get a beer and a shot, I'll right. tip more. Actually, if I just get a can of beer, I'll it, tip one. It's funny you say that because I've done something along those lines. It kind of. Let the bartender have a gauge of how I feel about how this whole thing is going. Because I always start That's with a home. Important. I always start with a home run. You know, I always okay. like if I if we walk into a bar and I buy the first round for everybody, and I'll end up like throwing down like 
if it's like three or four of us, I'll throw down like five to seven dollars on on okay. maybe more. That's not a home run, but I I, I give a I give a lot more than you normally right. would. You ever, you ever pull you ever pulled a head turner? But then after like the fifth drink, if I don't get a buyback, <laughs> back, then all of a sudden I start like leaving the dollar tip or you know maybe forget the tip on this one. Okay, and let you know like hey you know this isn't uh, yeah you know you're not you're not helping me out, guy. If <laughs> it's at uh, if it's at if it's at like a large venue where they're hitting you for like eight dollar cans, exactly. then it's a right. little bit of a different situation, and they they're aware of this behind the bar. Oh right? yeah, I know if I walk into a place like Irving Plaza, exactly, I'm not getting a buyback. Right, right. of course. And now That's... that shouldn't be the bartender's fault. No, of course no. not. No. But you hit him with the head turner. But his, what, what is the head turner? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What, what, Ryan, um, sorry, Patrick, what the is head, the head turner? The head turner is in the first drink. If you go to a place and it's busy, like a, like a big venue, like mm. an Irving Plaza or something mm. like that, you go in right off the bat, boom, five or ten. Makes them look look right up. They make eye contact with you, and they notice you instantly. Okay. And then from there yeah. on in, now you're paying for priority service, ladies and gentlemen. So you grease right. them. Right. You grease exactly. them. Exactly. Yeah. You're paying for attention. They're coming, they're coming right over to you the very second you walk up to the bar. The bar could be a madhouse, and they yeah. look up over you, point their arm yeah. overhead, and be like, you. That works, right, Brian? Grease, yeah. them, grease it, them out of the gate? It certainly does. I, I have to admit. And by the way, Kazuga, stop with the fucking credit card. A beer and a, no. a, or a coffee is this is a, a gentleman's place, a bar. If you don't have $40 in your pocket, fuck out. A beer or a coffee does not require a bank approval, a paper paperwork, and a stapler. I don't want to see a fucking stapler when I buy a beer. And I don't want a receipt, and I don't want loose... Silver change. What about PayPal? You ever pay with PayPal? <laughs> yeah. I pay with Bitcoin. I pay with uh, Tommy Rockstar's merch. Tommy Rockstar, how you doing, man? Hey, uh, uh, let's try that again. Hey. There he is. Did somebody say merch? Yeah. Oh, what's up, Tommy? How what's you up, doing? guys? How you guys doing? Tommy just walking in, doing well. We're talking about tipping, Tommy. Oh, and I heard. We're, and one, I'm, not in China. I'm not tipping on merch either. One more quick, <laughs> one more quick point on that. If you guys are playing a show at like Don Snoodles or something like that, then I'm, I always tip pretty good. You know? Yeah, you okay. know. Oh, that's a different thing too. Like if I'm at Brian's bar, obviously right. I'm leaving like a twenty on the bar at, when I, on my way right. out. If I'm at uh, Don Pedro, I really like the guy Steve who runs that place. He lets us do whatever we want. I'm tipping him big too, and everybody in that place. They're not making much right. money. And in if, there, right, and if it's crowded, he always makes time to talk to me and stuff like that. You know, he's right. a very good guy. Yeah. You know, and if if the bartender's not paying attention to you, fuck him. Dollar right. minimum, two dollar max. Right. Right. That's what okay. I'm doing. No, yeah. no. Why, why the max? Now, <laughs> now here's, here's the thing. Power. John, for me, if I'm drinking in my local neighborhood, or now it's or Manhattan where most people know the bars that I go to, they know I'm a bartender, I have to tip you know, extra generously. It's, it's almost expected because that's a code. Right. Yeah. But if they know you're a and bartender, I, I gladly you're screwed. Will. I yeah. gladly will. No, not screwed. I gladly will, but I plan for it. It's part of my, uh, I plan ahead. It's part of my expenses for the night. I don't think about it like as a, bad thing i think about it as a, a transaction between two gentlemen and that's the whole fun of having cash when you when you have a credit card you take all that fun going into a saloon like you're in fucking deadwood right. out of the whole equation you're ruining bars why don't you just bring your baby there and <laughs> and uh, uh you know fucking chew a nicotine lozenge and leave yeah. us all the fuck alone now, right. I'll thank be, you i'll be I the first that in ireland right, right. <laughs> uh, john john you know who you know who's used to getting tipped poorly and when we went to visit him he thought it was fucking christmas the kid that was behind the bar at Manitoba's when we were in there for Chooch Fest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. We were in there for Chooch Fest. Um, oh, he, no. he, he thought it was Christmas when I, I left him a pretty nice tip, but as as we were ordering, uh, yeah. I was going to so, say, I, which means he doesn't get tipped well. <laughs> I, I use credit Otherwise. cards all the time at bars, but it's not because I choose to. It's because I forget to get cash, much like Who I do for poker. Who forgets to get cash? I never use cash. How anymore. do you not walk around with cash in your pocket? What if there's an apocalypse? 
Well, I go to the ATM. Then we won't. The money will be worthless. But that's not my fun. Yeah. <laughs> ATM. You guys are nuts. So, <laughs> I run a cashless business, man. Everything that I do is on the book, so I rarely use it. Right. right. I don't know, man. Yeah. I got cash in my pocket all the time. If I don't guess what, I stay home. Right. I was. I was just coming. Hey, you I know, was coming here, and I, I realized I, I'm down to one dollar. Well, also, let I have. Show a, you guys why I walk around with cash. Here you go. Here you go, Mama. Oh, okay, look, he, he, Ryan's, Ryan's, yeah. Ryan's wife is here right now, and what, what is he See, doing? I can't PayPal her. He's peeling off a couple 20s and giving oh, it to probably her. Probably because she ordered pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Make She's it doing rain. the fucking Judy Jetson she, on me. Yeah, because she ordered pizza or something. He gave her 40, and then she kept with the with the hand going like this. <laughs> he gave Judy her t- Jetson, no, she ripped the wallet that's, that's, and left me with like, a dollar. You're like Henry Hill. <laughs> that's how it goes in that family. Excellent. How much do you need? And she went like this, Sharon Stone at Casino with the fingers. I would need this much with the stack. Right. Hey, I have a, not to get off topic, but I have I'm not playing. I, I have an announcement. What's that? We have um, some special guests coming in that were just confirmed. Oh yeah, tonight. Yeah, and we'll we'll save it as a surprise. Whoa, right. f- famous, uh, famous in famous in our a, circle. We got uh, we got twenty four minutes to kill. I don't know <laughs> how much. Is, <laughs> well, well, that's a non announcement. Is it well, Kojak? Oh, they're but probably I'm hanging saying, out inside. Yeah, this I'm is, saying let's expect two people in here in here tonight tonight. All right, now that's Italian. Well, I'll take it. Is it, <laughs> my, is it my daughter? Is, is they're inside? Is it? No, we, that would be great. They're, he has the most adorable, <laughs> beautiful children. Is it? Uh, have they ever, they've been, thank you. Thank you. We asked them Sorry. to go on air once, and they were too shy. Yeah, uh, they, they, they came on. One of them did. Yeah, I think. I, yeah. I don't know. It was a bust. Was. I asked them, uh, you know, <laughs> if they wiped standing up and they let, walked right out. Of the <laughs> Brian, is it? Uh, I'm, I can't. I'm not saying. Is it Axel Rose and Brian Johnson? No, hell no. Oh. By the way, can we talk about that? Yeah, talk yeah. about whatever you want. Oh my god, Tommy. Tommy's psyched about it. Because he's yeah, by a, the he's, way, Tommy, grow with a little thicker skin. I'm just kidding around with you I when know. I said you were t- you tagged me it's, and I'm going to see a million notifications. I get a feeling you blocked me on Facebook this I did. week. I nobody know knows, you did. I nobody knows what you guys are talking about. I'll tell you what. And it's no offense to you. All right, all right. Let's uh, hear this. What are you and, talking and about? I can, I can sense these things. Don't be offended. Yeah, I knew I, I knew you would probably sense it. Yeah. I did block you. I didn't block you. I unfollowed you. Unfollowed me, right? Yeah, I you know it was 20 posts a day and there are articles I've already read. Right. And uh, I just I was in a bad mood and I had enough. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Holy shit! I, I unfollowed you um, with the intention of refollowing you like this <laughs> at week. some point. Okay. <laughs> Take a break from the Holy rock shit. I was talking about AC/DC. Sorry, man. I swear. I, you know, I, it's just you, you, my whole feed is you. What did I do? It's all good, dude. I was I talking about Axl Rose and ACDC, which I think is fucked up. I unfollowed Tommy like three years ago. You defriended him. Three, yeah. three, three and a half years ago or something like that. Yeah. And, then, and inside of 15 minutes he, he re-requested me. Well, you have to keep <laughs> your enemies close. thought it was a mistake. Yeah. Well, Tommy's right. You have to keep your enemies how close. You, how, did right. you even, how did you even know? Like, how did you find out? Like, did you I'm, went, I'm sorry, Tommy. I needed a break for like a week. Oh, That's my God. Right. I keep I keep people on my Facebook group that I hate just because I want to see what right. they're up to. Right. John, if it makes I you feel better. I love Tommy. I don't hate anything he posts. It's just right. it's like... Uh, Overkill? I don't know. You want my opinion? Yeah, tell me. I want to hear it. No, because you get all you'll get all uh, offended. Well, first of all, I, I a lot of people tell me I post cutting edge articles, but for you to say that you've already read them, that means you're really on top cutting of that edge, shit. Cutting edge on top yeah. of that shit, it, bro. It means it means See? I'm on Facebook way too much, <laughs> and I have read all these articles, <laughs> dude. I'm same. But, but anyway, Tommy. Yeah. So all good. This I was, week, I was at work. I was pissed off. I'm like, you know what? I need a break for a week from, I from actually, Tommy Rockstar Post because I, I actually yeah. get the uh, sense that shit. I knew. I sensed that you sensed. <laughs> I did. Go ahead, Ryan. I actually get the AP alerts, and then like uh, the next time I go on Facebook, I usually see that you posted about right, it. So right. you know, it's well. I'll tell you what, guys. That's this, how I find. In a nutshell, this is. And me. by the oh, way, God. I've gone to your page intermittently and caught up. That's fine. That's I, and I'm like, hey, let's see what Tommy's up to. <laughs> I read like you know ten things yeah, you post in a row, and then crap, I went back. Crap. Yeah. Right. Well, oh. I'm I'm so famous and so popular that Tommy's posts get lost in my feed. I can't right. Keep up. There's also <laughs> that. Sorry. How well, many friends do you have, Brian? Like five thousand or something like that. 
they're, and they're all friends. They're all close <laughs> and personal people. I don't know that many, I actually. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, I, I, there's really nobody on Facebook that I'm friends with that like I'm not like you know right. really like a substantial admired part of my life. Right. That's, that's actually a fun game. Yeah. I should go through everybody that's accepted me as a friend or I've added as a friend and see if I have at least one in real life or one personal story that I could tell about them. Right. That's right. a great yeah. That's like one of those Facebook things like but common there, and like. But yeah. there are a couple of people that like I kind of knew in grammar school but now, like, they kind of treat it like we've always been really tight, you right. know, and they used to pick on me or I, some shit like that. I got about I got about 1,200. <laughs> it was probably fun for them. They probably thought we were great friends back Keep then. Keep your enemies close. I got about 1,200 or 1,500 friends on Facebook, and I'd say about a third of them are people I've never met, and then the other two-thirds are. Because yeah. they love you, on fi- uh, love you on the barrage. Who are you to deny a I fan? But what I was going to say, John, was that... Um, what I do is this. I've been super busy lately, so I'm actually not on Facebook as much as, as you think. But then I'll go to sleep at night, and I go crazy and dump a lot of shit, yeah. and then I'll disappear. And exactly. that's why you, you probably saw it on one of those nights. Exactly. At least you're not so, Uber, yeah. bu- Uber busy is worse. Yeah. So Uber when, you, when, you, when you're not busy and you actually have time to go on, it's like six, <sighs> seven things in a row. Yeah. No, I was counting the articles, and I'm like, maybe I'm a dick. Let me count them. And it's like 20 a day. I guess so. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I know people think I post a lot, but I'm like one or two of that. Right. Right. Nah. But I actually track. Yeah. Go ahead, count it, motherfucker. Count I actually it up. track your patterns. Like, know when you're awake, know when you're at work. Ryan by Bot. like, you know, by like really? when you post. Yeah, because sometimes, <laughs> like, I'll post something. I know people are figuring that shit out. You, it's bad. you like most of the stuff that I post. You know, we have a good circle of people that do that, that's pretty supportive right. of each other with giving a thumbs up. <clears throat> and I'll know, like, because I posted something three hours ago, and then all of a sudden there it is that you, and then I know, right. like, you just got out of work or like, something like I that. I wanted to post on John's page the Francesa thing at Radio City Music Hall, and I realized right. he, he stopped letting people post anything on his page. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, not because of you, the pizza thing. Yeah, of just course. Gets, and now right. people just tag me in the pizza thing, and three people today tag me in a squirrel right, eating pizza. I'm like, all right, right squirrel eating a pizza, okay. Yeah, right. I'm gonna lose my mind, <laughs> but I, I wasn't about to post about Francesca out in the public and tag you because nobody would know. So I had to go to Paganu Hot to make any sort of yes. even <laughs> correlated reference to that's that. Right. That's, that's a good place to put it, though. That's, that's a great place, place to put it. You have to look at the different groups and f- figure out how everything. How fits. am I gonna get yeah. the right. right? You know, we right. talked like about church. that on the show, though. We did, and it was an old kind of story right. too. And I, I always try and use those groups right. to to not bother the people, like. You know, uh, like the the work people, you know, like Tommy Fleischman, he doesn't want to see the choochiness that I post, you know, so I'm not going to put it on my regular page. I'll put it in the chooches of New York. But or the you Pagani don't post Hot. that much either right. anyway. Not no, that Ryan much. never posts. No, I, I'm pretty, but I, I actually don't go on a whole lot. He doesn't myself. even, but I, uh, nobody goes on He doesn't a whole even lot. promote this show. He only promotes his own that's show on true. radio. No, no. That's <laughs> not true. That is true, and it's also not true because he did promote this week. Right, right. And I confirmed that. I saw Ryan. No, Ryan has been promoting lately. Because Brian Musikov, I think, Actually, Tommy have gotten us all kind of. I actually made sure. Right. I actually made sure I promoted today because I knew you were going to come after me about the. <laughs> right. uh, I, I wasn't going to say anything, <laughs> but you did. Up. I promoted on the drive over here, so, dude. Like but, I, saying we're live, or I'm not even here yet. We right. were talking about likes earlier, putting like, and I it, now that Facebook is doing this thing where it shows you something you you posted six years ago, and it showed oh. me something I wrote. I'm like, that's fucking hilarious, and it's like, a knock on the door. and nobody nobody liked yeah, it. Yeah, it's crazy, like, and ah! it's the culture oh, of exchange. My God, uh, mystery guest uh, is here. Oh my God! You guys, most of our listen, most oh, of our listeners know who guests. is here. God, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let them announce themselves. In the flesh, John. Yep. Can, can they announce themselves before yeah, we sure. say who's here? Do we have a, two, we have two microphones. Um, we do. Yeah, we, we have do. two here. We have two. Are we gonna take a technical timeout right now? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. We, we have, we have, we have two people who just moved to New York. 
who, who are going to introduce yeah, themselves. John's going to set this move, up, I wait, think. Wait, move to New York? Sir, yes. You live here now? <laughs> hey, John, John, oh, can we fuck. get Mike 7 on, please? Is that a really accusatory? Oh, man. Everyone relax. Um, right, here, let's Mike here. Okay. And let's put this on. And who, 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 who might you be? Let's see. Who, we have me? two. Uh, uh, oh, the, well, you're I'm, both live now. Oh, okay. Thank goodness. Um, I'm Calm down, Brian. Speaking to the mic, sir. Uh, I'm Steven Soley from the band Fake Limbs. Yay! Yeah! And who the fuck are you? I'm oh. Joe Skolnick. I am. Yay! Yeah! <laughs> All right. Calm down, Brian. Were you drinking on the train? <laughs> no. Actually, I'm sober for a week, believe it or not. Oh, yeah? You're not yeah. drinking today? No. And it's not because of my thanks, my, my what holiday? My St. Patrick's Day folly? Yes. I got sick after that. Right. And I had to go. <laughs> so, no, I haven't drank. I'm going I'm on timeout. Right. We are happy to welcome Stephen Soli of Fake Limbs and Jess Skolnick. Am I pronouncing your last yes. name correctly? That's Thank correct. you, Jess. Jess. I know a, that name. Jess is a writer, a very famous person. She tweets one thing, and a million people like it, and I'm very jealous <laughs> all the time. Totally famous. <laughs> no. And uh, sure. Jess, good new job too. Yes. Your recent New York transplant. Is that yes, correct? That's correct. Welcome. You, you're, Thank you. You're, where are you living? In Astoria. Yep. Amazing. Yeah. And you guys drove all the way out here, and the. Um, as Soli, uh, I think, texted me before the emotional rawness. I mean, how do you how do you feel right now? After you know, you know, you have to move to New York. You have to leave Chicago in six weeks too. Like in the, six I took, weeks. I took the job, and they were like, "Oh, you have to move to New York in six weeks." Are you allowed to tell us what the job is? Yes. I know what it is. Um, <laughs> I know it's fucking cool as shit. I am the managing editor at Bandcamp. Um, we nice. are yeah. so cool. We're starting a new editorial side to the website. So there's the blog that's there right now, which is great. Um, but we're starting a whole new publication kind of on top of the website to highlight all of the amazing artists are you who are writing, on Bandcamp. Are you writing copy? Yes. Okay. All right. Excellent. That's awesome. I got like shaky hands because I walked in and we're like right on the end. That's because uh, you got yeah. fake limbs. No, still, uh, <laughs> uh, see what he did? Well, Sully, Sully, your band is recording right now and you're not there. I, we had to drive out to New York. <laughs> Singer, Singer doesn't have to be there. We're doing this. Yeah, we're like, what, what was that album? Uh, uh, Exile on Main Street. Right. We're like, Mick didn't do any of the vocals live, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> HR from the Bad Branch. You can call it from it. prison. I, I told Albini that. I said, I said we're we're gonna do it over the phone. I gotta ask John, did you know this was gonna happen or no? Uh, yeah, yeah, but I, you know, when I hadn't heard from Steven, I didn't know if uh, it was actually gonna happen. Oh, but I was, yeah, I was ninety five percent. I had no clue. I'm totally surprised. I was a little hesitant to like, because like we're because this has happened so quickly between the two of us. I was like, I don't know if I want to be social while I'm in New York. You know, all this <laughs> kind of like emotional stuff. But then like exactly. this morning we were talking, and Jess was like, Oh, let's let's do it. Let's go. We're glad you did. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. yeah, I yeah, wish totally. I had some bourbon for you. Are you drinking tonight, or are you taking these? I see tequila over here. I have um, well, <laughs> I have ground running. I have Maker's Mark. That right. works. Oh no, actually, that bourbon's good. Pass, uh, Mr. Soli, and uh, <laughs> the one and, with the uh, lampshade sticking out. That, There's that a smidge of Woodford's there. Yeah. over there too. No, I'll do that. I'll do that temptation. Yeah, okay. send that one down. So, Stephen, you, you're, you're seriously here permanently, or you're, you're no, just visiting? You're not. I, I'm just. I just drove Jess out. Okay. I have to go back to uh, Chicago tomorrow. You're leaving in the uh, morning. Tomorrow night. Oh, tomorrow night. Uh, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, don't make any plans for the morning. See, and if I may, <laughs> Stephen, Stephen thinks he's that much of a New Yorker now, where he he's already accused you of living out in the sticks, John. 
<laughs> no, well, I am, I've been I here am, before. I so. am kind of in the <laughs> suburbs over here. No, this is a beautiful area. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you guys get here? Did you take a cab? We took uh, we took the R, the R to the R 7. To the oh, okay. And then, oh. And then, and then a, a bus. Cab from there. Oh, a cab from there. We are happy to pay for your transportation. It's in a black car. Right. That's ridiculous. We'll, we'll, we'll Uber black you. It's tough to get to my hey. house. Oh, thank, thank you. you. And uh, Jess, when you move here and you're Cheers. starting this new job, does it affect your other careers, the, all the other things you kind of have your hands in? Um, I am not going to be doing um, reviewing for any other websites while I'm... Um, so oh, all you the have to like sign a contract? Yeah. yeah. So, um, so I'm only going to be reviewing for Bandcamp, but I can still do op-eds for other websites. So I'm still going to be writing op-eds and doing like... Like the kind of things I can't do there. Can you still um, do your blog and all that stuff? Yep, I can still okay, do my blog. Cool. I can still um, do like at, you know booking shows and um, being in bands and you yo. Know, can I stuff? Can I have your old job? All <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, right, shit. Yeah. My old nightmare job. <laughs> <laughs> now, if band, if Bandcamp turns around and does something you really hate, you can't like tweet about it or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's knock on wood. I, my friends were all psyched. Cause they got jobs at Turntable FM. Right, and then they fall down oh, a week God. later. Uh, so, oh, really? Well, Bandcamp's been around for a while. I right. think yeah, they're pretty right. solid. Yeah, right. are, are they a UK company? No, they're, um, they're headquartered in San Francisco, ah. um, and um, it's wholly funded by the website. It's not like funded by venture capital or anything. Um, it's funded entirely by the tiny hosting costs that comes out of every download. Um, so it's like I think it's like ten percent, ten percent, yeah, of every download, um, and then ninety percent goes straight to the artist. So it's like a way better deal than Spotify or any other yeah. streaming service, um, especially because you can only stream cer some things certain amounts of times before a thing pops up, and it's like, hey, you've listened to this like 10 times, you should probably download Pony it. Pony up! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's time. This isn't free. It's okay. time to pay the artist. I don't know if you guys um, saw this. This week there was an article... Time to pay the fiddler! ...in the New York Times about Bob Mould and his new album, and the headline for it was like, Bob Mould releases you know, a new album, uh, gives advice, stay away from... I think from it comes out today, actually. Yeah, right. Yeah. What, what, what was the what was the the advice is stay away from streaming services, right? Spot and then, Spotify and Spotify. Right. Like and yeah. then the, his post is like, listen to the new Bob Mold album huh? on every streaming site you can. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> See, I'm know. all for it. If I'm if I'm trying to invest, I'm sorry to cut you off. No. If I'm investigating a new band, yeah. Or if I want to do, guy. <laughs> he's very excited. Shot out of a cannon tonight. <laughs> he's not so drinking. So he's got to make not up drinking. <laughs> right, that's probably why I'm full. <laughs> go ahead. I'll shut up. You want me to shut up? No, 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 no. You want me to shut up? Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, the most excitable people I've ever met have been straighted. So, like, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why they could use a drink. Yeah. No, I'm only kidding. Go ahead. Brian. Um, I don't remember. Oh, about streaming. streaming. And Bandcamp, uh, just a, a minor point of that's my first go-to place to find, like, well, let's see if they have a Bandcamp. Page. Exactly. Well, yeah. Bandcamp is different from the other streaming services, I think, and 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 we use Bandcamp. And uh, right. another thing I like about Bandcamp is if you hit play on a song on Bandcamp, you can go, and you're on your phone, you can go wherever you want, and that that's thing keeps playing. Like Radio Nope. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's not like YouTube, where you close the app, and then you, right. you have to what? sit there with when your hands that, in your pocket. When did that shit start? Check this out. That now sucks. with the new YouTube, you, you can... Pull that off where it keeps playing through your phone, but you have to pay for that service. And along oh. with that, along with that, you get ads, no ads, okay. which is kind of a benefit. Yeah. Bandcamp's yeah, always been, um, yeah. you know, pretty yeah. ethical in my opinion. I like the website. I like it's yeah. it's very user friendly. It's easy for the artist to yeah. upload stuff. I don't know. How do you feel, I, Steven? It's easy for the listener. <laughs> I feel like at this point, it is so hard for bands, uh, especially with the kind of uh, 
offensive record store day thing that goes on every every four months now. Like it's very hard for a band to get a record out, and I think Bandcamp is a really great way to just kind of streamline. Like this is how you get in touch with the band. This is how you can get the record. Like you can you can listen to the record online and then buy it directly from the band. Right. Yeah. And if they're responsible enough to like send it out in a timely manner, then. Right, sure. Everybody wins. That's why I like the merge thing too, because I ordered the uh, the the record, the Eric Bachman record yesterday. We'll be talking to him in about ten minutes. Sweet. Uh, and I immediately got an email today saying it was shipped. I'm like, ah, that's a mint. And that was the free shipping option. Speaking of bands, thing I, went right out. I joined my first band in a very very long time this week. I saw a photo of that. Yeah. What's really? I didn't see it. You didn't? Oh yeah. You what do you guys cover? <laughs> I blocked him. Bully, You blocked I blocked him this week. Yeah. We covered a, a break. Rolling Stones. <laughs> uh, we covered a little. Uh, what, did you, what song do you play by the Stones? A uh, little TNA. Okay. And um, no, it's the it's this girl. Her name is uh, uh, Acacia and Tony Lynn. You guys know Tony, right? Sure. Yeah. Kesha. Acacia. Cool. Is this for Kids Incorporated? No. No. Oh, okay. She the, cover. I mean. this, my friend Acacia um, is this really badass motherfucker who moved from New York to Guatemala and lived in the jungle in Guatemala for a year and Jungu. Wow. <laughs> did that to write an album and she came back and picked select players and she picked me and we were at my apartment this weekend writing songs and I'm more of a songwriter for her than I am like the I'm a bass player but Good. I'm a songwriter yeah, say you yeah. play bass hmm? oh, nice when can we hear this uh, I don't, she's pretty ambitious she wants to start doing shows in about six weeks and cool. uh, wow. I don't know, yeah, we'll are see. you going to be in the live band I would like to you but should. I'm a pretty busy dude and I'm telling her I, I, I hope I can do it <laughs> I'm hard to get Tommy Rockstar you got, you got tour dates that yeah, you got. Exactly. <laughs> right, this we, week you were yeah. losing your goddamn sorry. mind that's man. why John blocked me because I read all those articles Ready. I read them all. I read them all. Uh, we do need to take a quick break before uh, we talk to Eric Bachman. And thank you, uh, Jess, and thank you, Stephen, for joining us. Thank you, everybody. And we'll be back in uh, about eight minutes. Yeah. 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 We'll be back after this.
Yeah. We're back live from the Barrage. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you, Stephen Soley. Thank you, Jess Skolnick. Thank you, Ryan Collison. Thank you, Patrick Wallace. Thank you, Brian Musicoff. Thank you, Tommy Rockstar. Did I get everybody? Thanks, Thanks everybody. The end of the show. You goddamn welcome. Now let's name everybody in the chat box. All right, everyone in the chat box. Yeah, thank you, Conan. Thank you, Dovies. Thank you, Conan. Thank you, Dovies. Thank you, Bobo. Thank you, BRW. Like, guys, I, I forget my. Uh, some guys' names are red because they're like administrators, and I forget my administrator yeah, name. Yeah, they're, they're the police. Every I keep typing it in every week, and I'm always wrong, and I just say, ah, screw it. I'm not going to pay attention to it. And try, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Ban trolls or something? I was thinking about they, sticking they, a broom up your ass so you can sweep <laughs> up, too. Yeah, you know, doing the, it all. They're the popo. Whoop, whoop. That's, that's why I have you guys for help. Thank There's you. the sound of the police. Thank whoop, you very whoop. much. Uh, we heard Check the Rhyme. People getting mad at me all the time for not uh, naming the songs. We heard um, that was Archers of Loaf with All the Nations Airports. Title track off Yeah. That. That uh, excellent LP tape, and uh, of course, Tribe Called Quest would check the rhyme off the low end theory, and uh, don't bother me anymore. I just named both songs. <laughs> I named all the songs in my radio show, by the way. You had that so, go, right? Yeah, of course you did. Yeah, it was great. Five people have a music show. I have a proper show full of idiots. <laughs> Back announcing like John Solomon. He is proper at that. He is so good did at Did you play the association? I did not. Rest in peace, peace Five Dog. That's a horrible right. thing. Malik. Yeah. Yeah, and of course, be, Gary Shandler. Yeah, could there be any from, more from like St. Albans, well, Queens? This is like heartbreaking week. <laughs> like, yeah. Informed yeah. my cultural world with you <laughs> dying this year. Seriously. Are you bent yeah. out of shape about Gary Shandler? I was shocked. I, but yeah, I would have been more upset if uh, Jeffrey Tambor had passed away. Right. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, met him. Gosh. And he, he was, he was, I scared the shit out of him. <laughs> During the break, I asked Walt Patrick what, uh, what, what, what is a celebrity death that actually moved you to the point of getting misty or crying? I, I know what mine is. Oh, what to is, be continued. Is Stanley, Bachman? Stanley Kubrick. Phil Hartman. <laughs> Good one. Yeah. Whitney Houston. Hello, Eric? Yes. Hi, this is John Houlihan, live from the Barrage. Thanks for calling in, man. No problem. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Uh, Eric Bachman, of course, uh, from Arches of Love, Crooked Fingers, and his solo projects. He has a new album that... Uh, it comes out today on Merge Records. Yeah. It's called yeah. Eric Bachman, and you can go to Merge.com and buy that record. Eric, I've listened to the record, and uh, I want to ask you, uh, is everything okay? <laughs> yeah, everything's good. Okay. <laughs> I'm doing well. Right, you don't need someone to talk to or anything like that? Everything's so fine? No, no, right. no. no. <laughs> we, we are, we're here for you, man. How are you? The, the album's great, man. I love it. Yeah, it is. Thanks. And uh, I ordered it, and it should be coming here. But I've also heard it because, you know. I don't know. I have little birds running around sending me tracks. and You could go to Merge Records and, like, um, what do you call it, preview all the tracks. Yeah, you could go to NPR and stream it for free as well if you don't want to. Oh, really? Nice. It, yeah. I got the uh, I got the vinyl a couple of days ago, and uh, and I have to say the package is beautiful. It's it's, uh, it's really, really well done. That's all Maggie. Maggie Faust. I mean, I sent her the photograph that my mother gave me. Yeah, there's, uh, a, there's a picture of, uh, of Eric playing uh, Little League on the cover. Yeah, yeah. Like yes, let, me, let me put that up on the chat board for people to see. Do you I'm remember? Do you remember if you uh, got a hit in that picture? Or <laughs> um, I think I did not. I mean, it was obviously a setup photo, but yeah. that wasn't very good. Yeah, I was always terrible at Little League myself. It took. It, and I think it was T-ball, and I think I was like the one person that the one child that struck out. Once or twice on a T, you know, yeah, which is pretty, pretty long, bad. My on a T, yeah. It's hard. Do you, do you remember your team's name? Yeah, it was a Malden, South Carolina. is a suburb or a small town outside of Greenville, South Carolina. Hey, don't and we were called the Malden Tigers. 
Don't feel bad. I've Clemson's right there. I've struck out as, a, as an adult right? in T-ball. In T-ball. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Malden Tigers. See, around here, like, all the all the Little League teams are named after, like, the sponsors. So like you the would bank. be like, oh, we got to play, like, Vinny's Pizza next right. week. or uh, Yeah. I think that was, that was a good thing about growing up back then is they hadn't – certainly everything was corporate back then, too, but not like it is today where it's just, you know, you can't even have a damn animal to name your team after – you have to be, you know, the, the Bank of America bankers or whatever. You know. The bankers. The, the Gillette shavers or something. Yeah, exactly. The Gillette the Mal- Razorbacks. The Malden proof encoders. Yeah, exactly, yeah. That's I right. on the Dollar, dollar Shave Club Marauders. Yeah. I take that personally, um, Eric. It's a pleasure to talk to you because uh, you know I don't I don't want to get all fanboy on you, but I, you know I'm you're a musical hero of mine. I've been following Arch- all of us, all of us, the loaf yeah. since uh, all of us, yeah, since you know <laughs> your inception, I guess. Well, Vivi was really the album that uh, got me into Arches of the Loaf, and Pat, of course, got me into every band. Thank you, Pat. That uh, that yeah. was cool, and uh, that was like the breakthrough album for me. And I'm like, man, this is this is this is amazing. I have no question. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna fawn all over you all night. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That would be a fantastic uh, TV show if you just talked at a person. Yeah, I just talk at without it. any questions. Yeah. Another thing I wanted to not ask you was I have all your albums. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's very kind. Thank you. Actually, I've seen uh, the last time I saw you was at like a yeah. I, I've seen Kirk of Fingers a bunch of times, and it's always it's always a a treat. I think the audience. And at a Crooked, Crooked Finger show is one of the most respectful I've ever seen, if, if that means anything. Yeah. Like, you know, it's a, at times it could be a really quiet show and people are way into it and no one's screaming out, you know, let's go uh, Blackhawks or something in the middle of the... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. That's nice. Yeah, I think it, it can be... Uh, it, it can be a little rowdy sometimes, but I think uh, it's also intentionally changed so much. Like, I try to change it up so much. Uh, so I don't know if that has anything to do with people like coming because there's not that many people that come as, as if you've been to one, maybe in New York, it's a little different because I do okay in New York, but, um, maybe a lot of it is that you, you got, you got them at least interested in the first couple of songs because they don't know what you're going to do. If you're going to just be a quiet acoustic guitar, if you're going to be a full rock band or whatever, you know? Right. And do you, do you, do you ever, do you just have like this, uh, you know, it, insane library of songs where you go up on stage and kind of like read the crowd and go, okay, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. Or you have a, a set set list and you're like, okay, this is what this is going to be. I just, I couldn't remember all of them, but I do. And I have attempted to remember say 40 of them, which you would only play 20 or 25 or 30 in a night, maybe. And you try to keep 40 or 50 in your brain at all times. So if somebody yells it out, uh, then you can maybe pull it off. So I do try to do that, but it's, easier to do that when you're solo or with one or two people when you bring out a like this next tour i'm bringing out five people a five-piece band so it'll be harder to get everybody to learn that many songs well archer says four guys and every every time i've seen you guys even night to night you've you've switched it up you know you've put songs in that weren't in the night before and yeah i mean we we try i think i mean those are pretty uh uh we we learn maybe 30 songs and play 22 a night or 23 a night so you can sub seven the next night or whatever we try to do that as much as we can yeah. Matt Gentling's really good about that he gets bored he's a hyper intelligent massively intelligent human being and he, he tries to uh, <laughs> love that dude keep us from you know, repeating ourselves he is like the best guy right I mean touring around with the, your, your friends and stuff 
I mean, you know, there's always problems. There's there's the boredom of touring and everything. But I mean, does does touring with that guy ever get like annoying? Because he just seems like the coolest dude in the world. No, you know, he's uh, he's not an annoying human being. You think he would because he's so positive. He's chronically positive and and uh, fairly high energy. And but he has a weird balance where he doesn't annoy you. And I think he just understands personal space. He'll leave you alone when when you need to be left alone. He understands that. You know how I know this early on. I'd say in 1996 or seven. It wasn't early on in the band, just early on in my in my musical, you know, fantasy, whatever it is. Uh, when we were touring, he had a he had a notebook in the back of the van, just sitting there. And I was I was finishing up loading or finishing up doing something, and I came across it, and I just wasn't thinking I was being rude, and I just picked it up, looked at it, saw it was a diary, so then I opened it up and started reading it. Oh. <laughs> and he walked in on me doing that. And uh, his attitude about the whole thing wasn't that I was being invasive. His attitude was, well, I shouldn't leave it laying around like that. Right, exactly. Oh. And, and the, the truth is I shouldn't have picked the damn thing up. I mean, I should just leave it just crap alone, you know. But that's the kind of person that you can get along with on tour, where that's they kind funny. of forgive everybody and kind of not necessarily blame yourself, but sort of put the burden on yourself, you know. Yeah. So he seems like to make it go smoothly. Sweetheart, so after, sweetheart. After every, after every Archers of Low show uh, that I've seen, Matt sits on the, the side of the stage and talks to every single person who yeah. wants to talk to him. It's, yeah. yeah, you know, it's fascinating he does that. I can't do that. And I love yeah. people, and I'm certainly grateful to, to fans, but he's and he's not an extrovert. That's the thing. Matt is actually a, an introvert, I think, at, at, at least at some level. I think he's an introvert. I think he just gets re- he just uh, He just has this ability to do that, and I think feels like, I can't speak for him, but I feel like maybe he has gratitude towards the whole thing or something. I don't know what it is, but he's amazing that he can be social like that. Right. But and I after, guarantee you when he gets home, he goes into the woods for five days and doesn't talk to anybody. After a show, it's, you've got to be emotionally drained. I know I, when I play, I don't, yeah. I don't want to talk to anyone. And it's hard because you want to talk to – there's 100 people there who came there to see you, and a lot of them are your friends. And Soli will yeah. Uh, yeah. tell you that I like – I saw him one time. I was like, I, I feel like I'm having a panic, attack, a panic attack after I play, and I want to just walk around the block or something. Like, and, you <laughs> know, know and, and I'm not yeah, even famous. That's, that's kind of how I feel. I mean, yeah. I can, I can yeah. certainly be friendly, and I certainly have gratitude towards people that come, and I, I want to say thanks and, and so on, but you are exhausted and you don't really have anything else to sort of say or give at that point. So I kind of, uh, but Matt can somehow do that. And I, I can do it, but I can do it maybe one night or two nights. Matt can do it the whole week. We're out of the five days in a row. And then, of course, at that point, he's massively drained. <laughs> he has, yeah, to Eric, go, Eric, has to go climb up, climb a mountain, which is what he's want to do. Eric, this is uh, this is Patrick. I think I kind of actually uh, shanghaied you at one of your gigs in Williamsburg. You were uh, you were trying to make a uh, beat a hasty retreat at the side door, and we ran into each other in the street. And I had a cab called, and people started people. We started chatting, and people started approaching like zombies, really slowly. <laughs> I remember that. He's, um, he's in New York City's tough because you you know you know so many people, and you know it's such a, it's always a good show. It's always uh, very. Yeah. chaotic at, then, the, at the end of it so yeah and then and then my car showed up and i was like later <laughs> i hope i wasn't rude yeah my, i could have been rude. Yeah. I'm, I'm, so you're, yeah. you're saying <laughs> you're, you're saying you Sorry. left eric uh as you know as a victim of the an angry mob oh, and he jumps into totally, a taxi totally screwed him yes <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember i don't remember it's okay it's a good show i remember that show it was great it sounds like you're forgiven patrick <laughs> yeah absolutely you know absolutely. I, 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 some, uh something i read about um the songs on this album, you know, I know you're a North Carolina guy, right? And but you feel like you're like a, for a lack of a better term, the cliched citizen of the world because you're always touring and stuff. It doesn't get, it doesn't get, it doesn't suck. I mean, 
I don't want to be eating Doritos with Matt Gentling and smelling his farts for two hours. No, I mean, I don't. The rest of my life. I don't. Uh, I think you have to have a certain personality for it, and I don't. Right. Uh, <laughs> I don't do well if I sit in one place too long. So I think it's just a personality thing. Maybe I, my, my parents separated when I was eight. They divorced when I was eight, and I lived with both of them and moved probably 13 or 14 times by the time I was 12 years old. Wow. And so it sort of stuck, and I just sort of like to to move a lot and to, to wander a lot. So even if I wasn't a musician, I'd, I'd probably you know be doing something where you had to travel a bit or something because I just can't sit still. A circus. Do you know how to juggle? <laughs> Say that again? Do you know how to juggle? <laughs> Join the circus? No, I don't. I oh, don't know man. how to juggle. Maybe we could juggle for about four or five seconds, maybe ten seconds max. I, I've tried to juggle, but I, you know. Eric, I, w- I wanted to ask you, where did you record this album? Can you tell us about where it was recorded? Yeah, I recorded the basic tracks, the piano and the drums, basically, uh, in a- Asheville, North Carolina, at Echo Mountain. Very cool. And that's a great studio. We did it on Old Need console with a studio tape machine and uh, on two-inch tape. And so we used a 16-inch head stack because we wanted it to uh, hit the tape pretty hard. So we did that, and then I took everything back to my home in Athens, Georgia, and I have some decent mics and some decent preamps, and I have a quartet, a nice uh, Apogee converter and uh, interface, and so I can recorded uh, my vocals, which for me, the vocals are, I have a good enough mic, I have a decent mic, so... It's all about getting the performance. So I sang them over and over and over and over again. Right. So I got the performances that I liked. And then I uh, did the guitars. And uh, my friend Andy Baker, after I laid, her, laid everything else down, I went back to Atlanta to get the, the, the gospel singers, that uh, Tracy and Samara. That was done in Atlanta at a uh, book recording, like an audio book recording facility called Listen Up Books in East Atlanta. Nice. So I tracked backing vocals there with the ladies. And then... I sent it to my friend Andy Baker in Taiwan. Uh, he's a mixing engineer in Taiwan, and I had known him from teaching English over there. And I, he's from Athens, Georgia, originally, so I've known him for about a decade or so. What's the name of so his he mixed it. studio? I'm sorry, what's the name of his studio? The studio where I mixed it? Uh, where Andy is. Andy is in Taiwan right. at, the, at a place called the Echoplex, but it's his own studio, and he just it's a mixing room, really. Cool. Andy and Baker. Now, how does that differ? Mm-hmm. How does that differ from the last album you recorded, uh, "To the Races," where uh, it's basically it, some uh, <laughs> my friend who's a big fan told me it's like you're in Nebraska. Does that make any sense that you recorded outside outside of a? Well, band? sure. In a sense, it's, a, it's just a really stripped down affair. But I, I I recorded everything out of banks, and I had uh, my Mac and my you know same, kind of same fancy converters. I have pretty decent recording stuff through my computer. I always try to record on the tape just because that's how I started learning. That's what I originally did with the archers, and I just kind of feel more comfortable doing that. But I, I'm, I'm not a Luddite. I like computers and, and digital recording as well. I think you can use both of them in, in, in good ways. But that record was just me and like a mic on the guitar, a mic on the vocals, and about two or three room mics for ambience in a hotel at the Outer Banks. And I just awesome. tracked it all at once. I well, played them all on a, like a, a week period. I just played them every day like three or four times and recorded the whole thing and picked the best, best versions. Kind, I'm sorry, what kind of mics did you use on for the room uh, for the room mics? <laughs> so I'm sorry, you're talking my language here. We got a here. gear guy here. <laughs> no, that's okay. I, on, the, uh, on the To The Races record, I just had a, uh, I had a 414 and I had an AKG. I had an AKG 414 and I had an Audio Technica 4033 and a 4050. Nice. nice. And so I put the 414 on my closer vocal and I put the uh, 4050 on my guitar, and then about 10 feet away from me, just right in front of me, I had the 4033. 
And then I had two, a stereo pair of Octava. I don't know the, I don't know the name, the model number, but they were Octava mics and I had just a stereo pair and I put them off, nice. you know, at basically at 10 o'clock and 2 o'clock. Right. It's probably the MCO one too. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of gear guys here. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I mean, it's, it's part of, it really, it really, uh, informs what you sound like. I mean, it really has a lot to do with it. It's, it's important. So, when you're recording that album, are you uh, are are you influ- First of all, you're influenced by Bruce Springsteen at all in the first place? Oh, oh yeah, I'm a yeah. Huge, I'm a fan. I grew up listening to it, and you know, I just I just uh, I guess my father's from New Jersey, so he you know he, my father does not like Bruce Springsteen, and I think it's just because he was from New Jersey and it became kind of a cliche <laughs> New Jersey thing. So I guess as a sort of rebellion for me, I actually liked Bruce Springsteen, even though my father didn't like him. <laughs> so when you're recording this album, are you like kind of channeling Bruce Springsteen? I don't want to spend. Too no, much time I mean, I think it's, I think it's more. I mean, if you are, it's, uh, it's not intentional. I think, I think there's certainly an influence there. But I mean, I, I was listening to tons of Count uh, fans at the time, and uh, I, I like that. Randall Jack Elliott and Woody Guthrie, and just the same thing. I mean, it's from a tradition. I don't think it's fair to say a record like that is just looking at Bruce Springsteen, Nebraska, it's looking at all the stuff that came before that, too. And right. I'm certainly doing that as well, whether it be... You know, I'm a big John Prine fan. A lot of that stuff is very directly recorded like that, you know, so... Um, but I do love Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> the, um, you know, are you trained musically at all? Because I listen to these albums and the, the piano and the finger-picking and all that stuff. Did you just... This is stuff that you all learned uh, on your own, I guess, right? Well, I was an, I was an, alto, an alto saxophone major. Ah, me too. Uh, wow. At Appalachian wow. State University. So, yeah, I, uh, I was actually trained or whatever you want to call it, but I dropped out of that because it was the type of thing where I didn't want to be. I was at Appalachian State University, which is a teaching school pretty much. So you, you go there, and I was getting a performance degree in alto saxophone, and I just didn't want to be uh, a teacher. And looking back on it now, I probably should have stuck with it because it seems like a fine occupation now. But at the time, I just wanted to be a writer. And a musician, and I knew that the only way to do that was to write songs and to get in a band or, you know, approach it more from a proactive standpoint. Just write songs and put out records and try and do this. You know, it's great. I heard, but, but I did. I did definitely uh, go to. I had a, a great high school teacher. The best teacher I ever had was this guy Greg Lawrence uh, at T.C. Robertson High School. He was my music theory teacher and my band director in, in my my junior and senior year in high school, and he taught me kind of everything you needed to know to get through college. He taught us all this stuff early, so that by the time I got to college and had to take all this music theory stuff, I already knew it. Right. And the ear training and stuff, because he taught it to us. I heard you played it. And uh, he's a, I haven't talked to him in years, but if I did talk to him, man, I, I would want to give him a hug and say thank you so much, because he <laughs> made my musical in, in college years very easy, and beyond that, even very easy. I heard that uh, when uh, Super Trunk covered Born to Run, you went up there and played the sax solo. Is that true? <laughs> that is true, yeah. But that's, a, that's not like learning Giant Steps or Love Supreme. You know, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's yeah. saxophone See, stuff. To, I to love me, Clarence Clemens playing. I love Bruce Springsteen, but that's not hard to play. I grew up uh, you know, playing the saxophone in grade school, so that was my first instrument, the alto sax. And uh, yeah. my friend was starting a band. He's like, oh, do you play sax? I'm like, yeah, you know, how hard could it be to, like, relearn, you know? Right. It was fucking impossible. <laughs> I, I could barely get, like, five notes out, and I, I'm like, I, I, I don't think I could do this, what, man. The fuck flicks? Yeah, like, I got a couple scales going after, like, a couple days, you know, on, the, on a baritone sax that he let me. Right, because re- you're used to playing Let's Go Band, you know? I'm used to playing, like, We Got the Spirit, like, burn, burn, 
That's the same song. Yeah, whatever. Right. And then, right. uh, you know, it was that whatever. The, the band, the music wasn't complicated, but then I just, I, 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 I don't know, man. I had to tap out. I'm like, <laughs> well, I think it's physical. Like, you have to, your, your, your lips, your embouchure, that stuff has to stay in shape. You can't do anything if you can't use your muscles in your face to, to make the note, you know? So yeah. it's a bitch. You have to be in shape. It's physical. So there's a. Uh... It's it's been quite a lapse between your uh, your solo stuff now and uh, and you've been uh, uh, touring as a, a backing musician with Nico Case for the last few years, right? Uh. That's right. I, I did the uh, the Archers thing. The Archers reunion happened in 2011. Thank you for that, by the way. No, it was a great joy for us to do. Um, so thank for you us. for that as well for coming to those things. If you did, um, but the. Uh, the Archers thing happened in 2011, and so 2012 was kind of a mix, a mix of the Archers thing, and then I started with Nico there. And I guess the, the, in my mind, I was going to do a little more Archer stuff, do the Nico stuff, and make a record quicker than I did. But both of those things, Nico and, and Archers, were both sort of so consuming, and they went on a little longer. The Archers thing went on a little longer. I knew I was going to do the Nico thing for two or three years. Right. Um, but uh, it, it was really consuming, and she's so busy and... Uh, and the archers were more busy than I realized we would be, busier than I realized we would be. So I couldn't, it wasn't like I wasn't writing, it was just I couldn't get the logistics put together to make a record. Right. So it took me five years, which is the longest time it's ever taken me. Right, it's long. So, it doesn't seem that long ago. Like, yeah, I mean, like, you know, yeah. those Crooked Fingers albums seem like, uh, time goes by fast, man. <laughs> right. It does. I think everything's yeah. like the yeah, yeah, too fast. What this is, the, this what, is why it's important to record stuff constantly. Of right? course. Yeah. Of course. Eric, I wanted to ask you, uh, we're here to interview you, not uh, obviously about the Archers, but I did want to ask to close out that topic. Are we ever going to see uh, another Archers of Love show at some point down the road? Are you able to... Uh, another show? Yeah, I, I'd like to think there would be another show. I mean, what I'd like to do is somehow make... Uh, not, I don't know if we're going to make a full record, but I would like to make new now music. You're talking, at this buddy, point, touring would be... That's what we want to hear. <laughs> the, the touring would be... Uh, I don't know if it's going to happen. I just think that's what I would like. You know, it's all it, it's different when like, Eric Johnson's uh, a non-profit lawyer. He's, you know, working as a lawyer. And uh, Matt Gentling... Uh, is, Towers. Is, uh, he was working as a cell phone yeah. tower. Uh, not repair guy, but... Uh, a, 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 analytics guy like going climbing these towers and finding out where rust was and what stuff was broken and report it to the preserve the data and you know record the data and stuff so he does that mark price is is working a lot in carborough so there's a lot of stuff everybody lives in different cities and we're all busy and we're all doing different things so it's hard to get together um to to write in the way that we would be comfortable writing because we wrote before all this sharing file stuff started happening And, and we know we could do that but we also feel like maybe we wouldn't do what we'd do if we did that, you know. Agreed. What about what? what so we have to we have to do that, but I, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to happen. I, I would like to maybe like seven inches or something, and and then maybe tour a little bit to support those. Or because nice. making an album is such a big, you know, it's just so consuming. Yeah, just for me it is anyway. It's hard to hard to write all that. It's hard to write. Writing takes time. Right. But also, uh, what about uh, uh, Mark physically? He had uh, 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 some issues with repetitive stress. It's an issue, yeah. I mean, Mark is such a... I mean, it's his personality is such that he plays like a... This is a very... This is a compliment. He plays like a bull. He plays very aggressively. Yes. yes. And he plays very strongly. And, and that physicality that he uses to get what he gets across to make the sentences he makes with the drums, they, you know, it just screws your body up. And particularly his back, and particularly his his carpal tunnel, you know, 
So even even now that he had surgery and all this stuff, once we played a few shows in a row, it was like he, he could just feel it creeping back just because that's the nature of his, you know, his, it's like he's so physical in his playing. But that informs the music so well, so you can't not do it. You don't right. want him to not do that. And you also, know? if you ever play drums, dr- playing drums is like riding a bike. You can't. It's really hard to change up your style. To, oh, to, to, I'm to, sure it is. I didn't even think about that. I'm sure it is. So there's this all this stuff that informs. It's, it's a problem. You know, we have to we have to sort through that. So, and you know, we couldn't. I don't know. It, it's something that I think about. I know Matt and I have talked about it a little bit, and I know EJ and I have talked about it a little bit. Eric Johnson, the guitar player, and I've talked about it a little bit. So it's not out of the picture, but I don't know how realistic it is. It would never be as productive. There would never be as much consistent output as there had been in the nineties. Well, that's just not going to happen. Yeah, we're know? we're old now. You know, it's that's the way. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just you can't. That's a, that's, a, that's a young man's game to, to just <laughs> be that physical and the music when the music's that physical. You know. Did you guys so, did you guys uh, have any have a chance to write any new material when you were touring around and when you were together, or were you just focusing? No, yeah. I mean it's just everybody flew in for the weekends, flew in for the shows, and flew out Corporate after jets. we were done. You know, so we didn't really have time. We we, we rehearsed. Everybody kind of they don't hate rehearsing, but they don't. God, it seems, don't, it seems like uh, you do it for two days and you're done. You know, you don't really learn anything new. Talk about riding a bike. It's Matt Gentley looks like he picked up the bass and never put it down. That guy's a he's a dynamo on stage. First of all, amazing. Man. The hair's flying. He's flipping around. I what was in in Philly actually. I saw him go for this move where he, he went to spin around, and I go, "This is not going to work." And the, he unplugged himself. I was like, "I knew it. I knew uh. it was going to happen." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But I don't guy, know how the guy know, does what guys, he does, man. Both, both you and him, and and uh, you know everybody, everyone's in in physical top shape. Yeah, I don't know how you guys do it. This Triathlon. guy's like a mountain climber. He's in in top shape. You look like you've uh, uh, you work out every day or something. You look like you're throwing kegs of beer over a fence. <laughs> a logman. Well, no, that's genetics. I mean, my my grandfather and my my uncle. I have my mother's family's physical traits and they just at age 40 they just it's 35 to 40 they just became really you just they just yeah i mean it, they didn't become fat it's not fat it's just big i mean it's like they're no, not become fat big you know? no. dude your arms are like three times the size they were it's, when you're, on them, when dude. it's weird yeah it's, it's just the way it, it's just genetics man it's i don't not, know what it is it's not exercise <laughs> not really i mean i do exercise a little bit but not not like that i'm not Weightlifter or anything, you know. I, so. I can't I don't believe, believe it. Yeah, for a second, you look—you um, know—you look great, Eric. I don't know if you know this. I don't Where? know if you know this, but we've Thanks. actually had—we've uh, had Matt on the show. He's been a guest of ours. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Did. He's a good guest to have. He's a good interview. I'm, I'm sure. He's great. Yeah, great. Everybody dude. loves Matt. Yeah, sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who would win in a fight? <laughs> between Matt and I. Yeah. Between had... Matt and uh, Matt, I don't know. Matt's pretty. Uh, he's pretty tough. I don't know. I don't know. He'd be. He'd be how about just wrestling, like with the referee? You know, <laughs> legit. I don't know. I don't know. We could. We should. We should pay per view that. Make some money. It'd be good. <laughs> Every t- you know, this is uh, this is kind of a weird thing for me to say because you know I'm way into your stuff and it's like ingrained in my personality. That's a. But every time I'm fishing, I like to go fishing, and yeah. I don't get to fish that much, and I get seasick every time I'm on the ocean. Right. Every single time, but I, but you know I still go, and. Uh, I chumming the you ocean. Start chumming, right? Chumming the ocean is always in my head, and it does not help because it's like the song makes <laughs> you feel way sicker. <laughs> yeah, it's got that. That yeah, it's got that, that swinging motion in it. Swinging bell. What a song, huh? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I, I do you take Dramamine or any kind of? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I don't really, I don't like to take any kind of pills, but I do. I, I have taken it before, and it didn't seem to really make a too much of a dent. 
you know, some people don't. It doesn't matter. You just kind of your inner ears just not gonna let you have it. But I, I can't do it. I have to say to myself, listen, don't listen, don't have chumming the ocean in your head. <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> do you uh, do you uh, get better? Do you throw up and feel better, or do you just have to have it and get just get back on land before you start feeling better? Uh, I I feel better after I throw up for like you know two minutes. I, okay. I, I okay. also I also feel better when I lie down because people tell you not to lie down. They're like lying down is the worst thing you could do. But I always feel better. I'm like I'm right. lying down. This is great. Yeah, I don't know about that. I've, I've I've been told lying down helps. So do you get seasick? No. I I I, I used to get seasick as a child. Yeah, and then I I stopped getting seasick. I mean I haven't been. Uh, I, I've traveled a lot on ferries and I have done a lot of deep sea fishing actually. Um, but I never got seasick after age like 13 and I would do deep sea, deep sea fishing stuff with friends and I wouldn't, or go sail. Uh, I grew up in Florida some, so we would go on, uh, you know, sailing and stuff. And I never got seasick after that. I got seasick one time on a, a on a ferry, uh, like crossing the English channel. Or, well, it was, it was like the North Irish sea or something. It was somewhere like Sweden to, uh, Denmark or something, I got a little seasick, but I didn't get sick sick. I didn't throw up or anything. I just kind of felt a little queasy, right? Because the waves were like twenty feet high or something. But I, I haven't had a real severe bout of seasickness since I was maybe twelve or thirteen. Here's a totally unrelated question: uh, You still work with Brian Paulson, or did you? I, mean, I, I haven't worked with him in years. I, I talk to him every once in a while, and I know uh, I just talked with him about these. This was about a year ago now, but with these uh, the Crooked Fingers reissues that were put on vinyl, he had uh, he recorded Big on the Snake, so. Uh, we did a few demos, and I was asking if he had them for bonus material or whatever. And I see him from time to time, but I haven't talked to him maybe in a year since that year. So, right. but I would work with him again in a second. He's a he's a brilliant guy. Great so, guy. Uh, Merge is a is a reissuing Bring on the Snakes, right? And uh, also Dignity and Shame, maybe. Oh no, the first no, one. They, they reissued uh, it's uh, they reissued the self titled one, all the Swan on it, and they reissued Bring yes. on the Snakes. Yeah. And so those have been reissued, but they're already kind of. They reached them in January, and so they guess they've. I mean, we didn't print that many up, but they're gone, I guess. So is that, we knew it was going to be kind of a short run, little batch thing. So I, I think they're hard to find at this point. Yeah, they're gone. That's, that's the first time they've ever come out on vinyl, right? That is correct. Yeah. Is yep. that something that you're involved in, that you suggest, or merge comes to you and say, "Hey, well, maybe we could, uh, you know, reissue this album"? Um, you know, Mac came to me, but. In truth, uh, I was talking with Brian Cosby at Warm, who had originally put those records, who had originally put those records out, and we were thinking about doing some vinyl. And then Mac came, not knowing that we were discussing that, and I thought maybe it's right to put it on Merge. And he, he Brian was, uh, he's a good friend, so he was, he wasn't that offended or whatever. Or if he was offended, he didn't tell me in my face, and we ended up going on Merge. So. <laughs> Hey, uh, by the way, I, um, uh, we're talking with uh, Eric Bachman of uh, Arch the Blow, Crooked Fingers, and his solo stuff. His new album is on Merge. It comes out today, so go on to Merge.com. By the way, uh, I think is it is it correct that uh, the new Bob Mould album comes out on Merge today, too? It is. And did you call him, and were you like, hey, dude, not cool? Step on. No, no, not at all. Not at all. It's actually, I'm a fan of his, obviously, so. Oh, uh, yeah. You're a bit, were you, um, I mean, I think it's an honor to come out, have people on music at the same time he is, you know, You're, lucky, he's fine. And he's on Merge, too, so it's, you know, Merge is good about giving everybody kind of equal time, unless right. it's, I'm sure, 
uh, Arcade Fire, some bigger band like that. But those bands have so many other team members that they, you know. I'd venture to say it's the best label in America at this point. Like, I don't, yeah, <laughs> man, what I, else is better? I, you know, yeah, I could see, I could, I could get behind that. It's so hard for a label to to exist even in the real world nowadays if there yeah. aren't people yeah. buying these records and stuff. And it's it's great that I think that uh, we could actually make LP tapes and uh, people. Uh, it's it's you know worth it to make them and people buy them. This is a this is a great this, these are great times we're living. Yeah, in many ways, in many ways it is. Well, I, frankly, personally, I'm I'm just delighted that uh, to to finally have uh, you know these two on vinyl. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> were you a big uh, Were you a big Husker Du fan growing up, or were you a big uh, influences when you were growing up in, in Carolina? I was a I was a big Husker Du fan for sure. I mean, I came a little late. They were still around though. I mean, I, I had a friend named. He was actually. Uh, I saw him recently at the, the Durham show. The Crooked Finger—I played with the Crooked Fingers reissues. But the, uh, this guy Marty Roop kind of exposed me to a lot of stuff. Their replacements and Husker Du and The Cure. And you, know, you think about bands like that now; they seem so household yeah, but they're all great names bands. for, they're for really people are. like us. But the truth is, when you're in Nashville, North Carolina, it's 1986, <laughs> 87, 88. You know, you didn't—that stuff was hard to find. You know, Dude, I'm oh, yeah. at I'm that time. Saying- I'm going to see the Cure in a month, man. I'm all I'm all about it. <laughs> are you? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I was never in. They're 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 great. I'm assuming Corrosion of Conformity were a really big influence of yours at the time, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, right there in your that that stuff didn't come again even until later. I was kind of late to the to the get to the uh, party because uh-huh. Corrosion of Conformity I kind of discovered through friends early on, even like like right before the Archers started. Mm-hmm. I had just moved to Chapel Hill, and I think a couple of friends had turned me on to them. Um, you know. So I was late to that one too. What right. year? What year did the Archers start exactly? What was the, f- the first year for Archers? Ninety-one. Anyway, and then the last year is ninety-eight, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. But we didn't start putting that. We put out a seven-inch like in ninety-two, like in fall of ninety-two, and then the first Archers record came out in October of ninety-three, I think. So I have a cassette tape of Icky Metal. Do you? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. Ah. I, think, I don't really listen to my own music that much. That's right. <laughs> And it actually, was uh, I think uh, it was sent to me with a note that's uh, by Matt that said it was pissed on by a mouse, probably in his barn. And I, it keeps falling apart. <laughs> I, had to, I had to put it. It should be. I tried yeah. to. I tried to like keep the the tape out, you know, and every but the case is broken. And every time I pick it up, it falls apart. I finally just put the thing away. I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> huh? You have a, an apparatus to play. A tape. Double. He's got a double apparatus. He's got two of those things in there. Yeah, it, that's fantastic. Cassettes are all the rage. I these do days. have a cassette tape player. There's a bunch of whiskey in front of it. That's though, right so. in front of me, actually, and, <laughs> and, it's, and it's covered in shot glasses. We, I, I don't rusty. get the whole comeback. It's the worst media. It sounds it, decent while it's it's not eroded. It's inefficient. No. It's actually, um, it makes sense because the pressing fence are right now clouded up with so many, right. um, so many major label uh, releases that it's way easier. If you're an independent label to get things out on I think, tape. I think we should start a record plant right here, man. We're getting a lot of business, I'll tell you that. Well, right. So what Jess is saying is that the record plants are all backed up with these orders because of the vinyl resurgence. Is that correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Record store yeah. day right. even it makes it worse. Yeah, it hear. makes it way worse. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've had friends who have had stuff delayed for almost a year because of record store <laughs> yeah, releases. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> you got to worry about that with Merge. Yeah, right. Merge. Right. Nope. Merge, nope. Like, nope. Yeah. Merge have the speed pass it. You know, at some point, we'll we'll flash a, pass a record company say, "Let's just start make our uh, you know uh, start our own record plant." 
You know, actually, I just want to just jump in. I'm, I'm the merch guy here, and Live Nation, for example, does that. I don't know if you guys know that. Like, one of my competitors in the merch world are, are the actual promoters that do that. So Live Nation makes their own merch, like, in-house. That's pr- so why not do records, you know? Yeah. It might be, if you might be something coming down the line. I don't know. If Eric, have, Eric uh, doesn't uh, deal with that. He just sits in the limousine and lets the money roll in. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'll, okay. g- I'll give you the, the money, money to do it. In. Erica, uh, is it is it is it sustainable? Uh, you know, as a as a living, I guess you know when you're you're if you're not constantly touring, can you? Well, you know, touring is a big part of the income. I mean, I'm a bit of a I I can do a lot of things. So I play in Nico's band. That's one thing, and then doing the Archers is another thing, and then doing Crooked Fingers for my own thing is another thing. Sometimes I'll produce other bands. So the, I think for me, I've had to do a lot of different things to make it sustainable. If I just did my own thing, or if I just did the archers, it wouldn't have been sustainable. You have to find other, other ways to fill the downtime when you're not touring or fill, you know, uh, so it's sustainable for me to, at this point, I'm, I'm very fortunate, but it's not because I, I, you know, you have a song like new drink for the old drunk or web in front or whatever. It's not because of that, you know, it's because, I think I'll, you know, oh, I got, I got a, uh, I got a production job for producing Azure or I'm playing Nico Case's band, or you know, other things like that. Do you have any hobbies that aren't musical when you're in your downtime? Like, uh, you, should, you know, art, I, I, I have a lot. I really like uh, this. Is, this is, I really like working in my yard. Right. <laughs> I have a significantly sized yard, so we just, we, you know, we got a chainsaw and had a lot of trees, and I got a lot of stuff to deal with in my yard. A bunch of dead trees. That, Got to cut down. So things like this that are really fun to do. You got to be careful out uh, there. You know, you get you get you can get badly hurt. You see, selling my wife, yeah, because we can cut my finger off with a chainsaw. Can, but man. I do, I do like that. I do uh, love to read, and uh, I like I like I like a lot of stuff, man. I really do. I'm a, a big. Uh, when I have time, I like to. Like my wife and I just went to the Outer Banks a while back and uh, rode our bikes for six days at the Outer Banks and camps. I like to cycle. But I haven't been able to do that as much because I've been so busy with Nico. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. There's tons of stuff I like to do. Music is, uh, uh, you know, it can't be everything, especially if you're in the music business, because the music business is quite uh, vulgar. You know, it's kind of it's kind of an unsatisfying thing to be involved with. Right. And when you mentioned, uh, uh, you know, you mentioned we were when we talk about money, you talked about new drink for the old drunk. Was that like a hit for you? Because that's a song you listen to and you go. How has this song not been written yet? This is like you know, it's like you know that that's a uh, you know I'm I'm not uh, just smoking a big cigar and driving around in a limousine, but I would like to sign you boys if you know what I'm saying. I'm like that's the that that song's like a a freaking hit song. Well, it didn't it didn't necessarily get licensed into a film or anything, which is where a lot of money comes from these days. And I think we sold a decent amount of those, um, so I did get you know, royalties or whatever from warm that were legitimate, you know, significant, but it wasn't, it wasn't enough to make your life. You know, it wasn't enough to, uh, no, I just feel lucky cause I'm able to sustain it and I don't, uh, uh, I don't piss money away. Really? I guess that's a lot of it. You have to be kind of careful with how you, how you do it. I guess why merge is so successful too. They don't just piss money away, you know? Well, I mean, um, so there's a lot of that side of it. If you can, if you can be sort of you know, cautious with how you, handle things you didn't take uh you didn't take all that bread from maverick 
No, no. That worked out well for me, though, because I don't know if I'd be 23 years into it now, 24 years into it now, still still going. You know, I think you do that, and and uh, it, it might pop for you, and if it doesn't, then you're kind of a jackass. You know, right. it mm-hmm. didn't work, so now you're just kind of a jackass. What's Ma- the movie? Uh, we the movie, the movie Maver- Maverick with uh, uh, James Coburn <laughs> and uh, no, Mel, Gibson. Madonna's, Mel Gibson. Madonna's label. Oh, uh, oh right. It, I forgot about that whole Madonna <laughs> angle. Yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah, she shoved yeah. she shoved me out of the way at Tramps one night and stormed, <laughs> stormed down into you. Well, there goes my question: Who's the biggest asshole you ever met in rock and roll? Sounds like Madonna. Yeah, yeah. She was very kind when I met her. We met her, and she was. Uh, you know, I, I think she's really nice. She, she's actually a little punk rock girl that just yeah. wanted to dance music. Yep, right. I actually, I think she's pretty. Yeah, I think she's pretty cool. Actually, I had the same. Experience. At least in the, in the context of how I met her that night, she was. She was I mean, it, it, we were smart asses to each other, but I thought she held her own. She's pretty cool. It, it was impressive because I thought she's going to get eaten alive down here with all these, you know, overeducated college pricks, you know, like right. us or whatever. And she right. was just fine. And by the way, when she came came around, there was that whole you know no wave and the art scene in New York, and yeah. everyone's like really high minded, and, and then you know there's this dance poppy kind of thing that comes out of her, and she she, That's right. she goes, hey, fuck you, I'm doing it anyway. Right. Yeah, I think so. Eric, I, I didn't have as uh, yeah, I wish I had more uh, disdain for her or whatever, or more like of a punk rock attitude towards her, but I don't. I thought she was pretty cool. <laughs> Madonna is punk rock. We've we've uh, established. Yeah, yeah, there's parts of her that are for sure. Yeah, Eric, she's a lot. Of she's a lot of things. I was actually told that in a room full of people, she's actually pretty funny too. Really? Yeah, yeah that's what I found. That's what I found. See Next week on the show, man. Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, I'm not sure if yeah. you know, but we've got a, a chat box here of listeners. They're interacting with us, and one of them had a question: was Was there any specific uh, person or event that was an influence for the song "Mercy"? They were saying the lyrics were very morally on point. Off the new album, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm not going to tell you who they are, but you know, it's not it's not uh, it's not my dad or my mom. They're they're uh, actually pretty rational, reasonable people. But on the periphery, uh, grandparents and things, you know, and, and uh, aunts and uncles and things. There's a lot of. I'm from the South. I was raised Catholic, so obviously I'm not a Catholic now. Yeah, but so all of us were pretty much but, in this uh, room. I, I prefer think. Catholics to evangelicals. Uh, to be to be bigoted, I, I do I do have <laughs> preferential things because the invasive quality of of evangelical behavior, you know, proselytizing and things, really grates on my nerves. And I do have family members that do that and right. try to take me aside and talk to me about all this stuff, and I, I get pissed off about it. You know. Cool. Do you believe, do you believe in God? Um. Do I? That's a. No, I mean not. Do I believe it's something set all this in motion that's bigger than us? Maybe. I don't know. I wouldn't say that there's not one, but I don't I don't adhere to it in the sense that, you know, Christianity or Islam or uh, I don't believe in all that stuff. It makes all sense right, to well, me. You could dodge the question if you I'd like. be more of a pantheist, you know, like what what uh, I'd be more of a pantheist like nature is God, this kind of thing. I think anyone who's grown up Catholic, like most of us in this room, uh, uh kinda like it was more casual than anything else, you know, and it was kinda like yeah. uh, there's no there's no better way to be put off Catholicism than to be raised Catholic. A follow up question. Have you ever killed a man? I think you're right. Have you ever killed a man? Have you ever killed a man is the question. <laughs> you've toured you've toured a lot, you know, a lot of truck stops, so things happen, you know, we understand. Yeah. All right, Eric, uh, thank you for joining us. I would like to ask you, if you do, do you want to stick around? I'll give you a random list of bands. There's a game we play called Crap Not Crap. Do you want to play it? 
I'll give, sure, I'll play it. I'll just, wow. uh, yeah, I know it's. I know, like, like when, when I'm sitting there going, "Ah, oh, we're gonna interview Eric Bachman," he's gonna like totally not be into this at all. <laughs> but I, but I have, no, you know, I have an audience to uh, to appease. <laughs> to appease the 13 people listening need, <laughs> need their answers. Uh, I'll give you a random uh, band, and you just tell me whether they're crap or not crap. If you feel like you want to stop and qualify your answer, so be it. Oh, here it is. Okay. All right, Crap Not Crap with Eric Bachman of Arches of Love from Crooked Fingers and, of course, his own stuff. His new album comes out on Merge today. Go to Merge.com and buy it, like I did. <laughs> Don't be a jadrul. It's easy. All right, <laughs> Crap Not Crap. New York Dolls. Not Crap. Uh, Phil Collins. Ooh. Not Crap. Not Crap. Interesting. Bad He's com- written some crap. He's written some crap, but it's not all crap. Uh, bad Company. Oh man, that's kind of fratty crap. Kind of crap. <laughs> fratty crap. Yeah. Boston. Not crap. The Tom Schultz's guitar sound is crap. <laughs> but Brad Delft's voice is not crap. That's interesting. <laughs> I love this game. I really. That's do. the best game it ever. Brings out everyone. Good, yeah, good question. Uh, Foo Fighters. Uh, yeah, man, I don't respond to it. It's not crap, though. I just don't respond to it. They're yeah, kind of yeah, so yeah. nice, man. It's like vanilla ice cream or Wonder Bread. Yeah, sure. It's, it's there. <laughs> I can't. I mean, Dave Grohl's such a nice dude. I don't want to talk to him about it. He's the of uh, rock and roll. Some say Dave Grohl is here right now. <laughs> Tommy did. Well, you know, he, he's, I'm sure he's a nice guy. You know, I, I, yeah. don't, I, could, I know people that know him, and he's a nice guy, but yeah, I, just, yeah. I don't respond to the music. I think Tommy just called you Eric Bachman. I, I think he, Tommy just called Eric Bachman the Matt Gentling of rock and roll. No, I, call, no, oh. I called uh, Dave Grohl the Matt <laughs> Gentling no of rock and roll. I called Dave Grohl the no, Matt Gentling of rock and roll. Because he's so nice. Oh, that's yeah. the, that, that makes sense because he's so friendly. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. So likable, yeah. Uh, Deep Purple. That's not crap. Van Halen. Well, which era? Well, uh... You explain it. Van Hagar, dude. Come okay, on. Yeah, I, I think I think David Lee Roth is one of the greatest entertainers of all time. Right. Ro- the Rolling And I love Paul Van Halen. And I, I think Sammy Hagar is uh, obtuse. I think he, he missed. He started writing serious songs, and it got so bad. Right. Uh, Public Image Limited, says the chap. Uh, that's not crap. I like Johnny Rotten. I like it. No, that's not crap. Uh, the Rolling Stones. Well, man, that's not crap. No, it's great. <laughs> I like the octave drop. That was great. Oh, no. Oh, no. Gee, are, you, are you getting it? How dare you even, even bring that into question? <laughs> you you know, yeah. You the, the stones are, Keith Richards is uh, a gift. We're, we're, we're lucky to be alive while he's alive. He's amazing. You would be surprised. The only reason that question is still in there is because, like, we interviewed Albini, and I'm he probably su- crapped him. You know? <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm supposed, yeah. I'm supposed to be in Havana right now seeing the Stones, and I blew this off for this interview. Oh, right? you oh, really? well, that's a mistake. Cause, that's a big mistake. <laughs> yeah, Keith Richards. And, oh. and Charlie Watton. But well, I mean, those guys are just great, man. They're great band. Yeah, you'd be surprised, but they're uh, great. Ted Nugent, music only. Uh, no, that's crap. That's 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 insulting. That's crap. <laughs> Anti Stones. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I haven't insulted a guest, then I'm not doing my job. Grand Funk Railroad. Um, no, not. Uh, I don't respond to it. It's not crap, though. I don't respond to. It. I'm, not, I'm not trying. I'm being too diplomatic. I should just say no, it. I know fine. that. But... You're doing great. Bob Dylan. Oh no, that's not crap. Uh, Bad Brains. Not crap. Steely Dan. Not crap. Wow. My Eric Johnson, the guitar for the guitarist for the archers, and I have the he he hates Steely Dan. I, I think yeah, he's right. I think they're great. Well, he hates them. I think they're great. I, I don't have any of their records, but I, I mean they they just die on their shit. They die on their music. So I just admire the, the diligence that it takes I, for them to do what they need to do. I, I like how my friend Stephen Soley, who is a big Steely Dan fan, as soon as I asked a question, took his headphones off and ran away. 
He doesn't want to hear my Steely Dan bashing. Uh, the replacements. I don't know. They're great. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. They're great. Yep. Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers. They're, they're great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Dictators. If we laugh, I'm not as that we familiar say. with them, man. I've heard like one song, maybe. I'm not right. that familiar. I don't know. Say crap. Kiss. 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 Um, I'm gonna tell a story about my friend. Right. My friend Joe, who used to play bass in Crooked Fingers, he used to piss show. off the drummer for Crooked Fingers at the time, Da, because he would say uh, Kiss had a better rhythm section than the Rolling Stones. Oh. And he knew he knew that wasn't just factually not true. He just knew, but he just knew it would piss off Dolph so badly for him to say that. That's a really and good and Dolph couldn't see the joke in it. He was like, "No, nah, man, you're crazy!" Like, "Go on, man, enjoy water." Like, great room section, Keith Richards playing, and just what are you talking about? It's not even the same. He's like, "No, nah, man." I mean, Peter Chris and, and Gene Simmons, and that, that's a solid rhythm section, you know. And of course, if you listen to Kiss rhythm sections, if you just sold it out, it's the worst. It's, it's like the worst. sloppy, wobbly crap ever. But I, I like Kiss. I, I was in the Kiss Army as a kid, so I, it's not crap. Were you? Yeah. Was Kiss one of your... Uh... No, yeah. I mean, I was like eight. Right. Six. <laughs> you and John Worcester. That's I, the time I got me into him. How, how old are you, Eric? I'm 45. Yeah, I was going to guess like 44 or something. So you were like in the... You know, you kind of missed everything. You're yeah, in... from the 70s. Well, I mean, the 70s... It, it, my my mother was country, so I was listening to Glenn Campbell and Johnny Cash, Charlie Rich, Charlie Pride. That stuff was in the house. The Beach Boys, Bob Dylan, The Doors. My my dad was listening to that stuff. Crap, crap, crap. Um, no, no. So, but yeah, I'm, I mean, in terms of the, some of these bands you're mentioning, in terms of the punk stuff in the '70s and '80s, <laughs> you know that. Yeah, I'm, I didn't get that until I was well. You kind of I'm saying it's like a weird spot to be in. So you miss the punk, and then you miss the hardcore by a couple of years, and then. Yep. Like what's left? It's like you know, it's like me and you sitting around listening to Sebado smoking the ball. That's all that's left. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> all right. Uh, the Who. Me up. The Who's great. Prince. Prince is great. Pat Benatar. I don't know why that's. <laughs> She's great. She's great. Like, I, I like a lot of stuff. Man. I like yeah, them. All right. I'm gonna get it. It's gonna get a little harder. Uh, Crocus. <laughs> Crocus. That's not familiar. I mean, I'm, it's uh, I don't care. I don't have an opinion. No one knows, like <laughs> except we should have done crap, not crap when they had the, when we had the guy from Crocus. Yeah, we on. had the singer of Crocus on. We, we should have crapped. We him. did ask him what's your favorite Crocus tape. And, <laughs> Mind you, yeah, I wouldn't be able. Saying, I wouldn't be able to say a Crocus song. Right. I wouldn't be able to say I like yeah. this song. I don't like this song. I just I remember my, my friend John Moore from high school had a Crocus. Uh, Backpatch. Oh. <laughs> uh, Jethro Tull. I can't take it. Yeah, I can't take it. I can't take, I can't take it anymore. Anything with a hobbit, anything hobbitish, anything. I can't do it. Yeah, I, I just I'm too I'm too uh, direct. Oh, Mario! I can't go to fantasy land like that. So uh, when when you talk about the fantasy land, the hobbits, uh, the, the Led Zeppelin uh, Hobbit songs, they turn you off. I mean, I like to, I like to make fun of it a little bit, but I love uh, I love uh, John Bonham and. and uh, and uh, John Paul Jones. Yeah. I just think that that rhythm section is out of sight. Yeah. So I, I, I deal with him doing that ridiculous stuff because he kind of has a sense of humor about it. Uh, so I can be, I can, if somebody has, like Morrissey has, to me has a great sense of humor. So all the pansy man stuff he, that annoys people doesn't annoy me because I think he's right. it's taking the piss out of himself, taking the piss out of the thing. So I, I kind of like it a lot, actually. 
And the same is kind of true of a rubber plant, where, yeah, it's ridiculous, and it's about maidens and the stuff that I don't really respond to or whatever, but I don't, I don't, it doesn't, it doesn't distract me from the music. Like, I still right. like Led Zeppelin quite a bit. Uh, Rage Against the Machine, someone wants to know. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, I, they, uh, they made a nice comment one time about the archers. Huh, what was that? I don't remember, but they said something nice, <laughs> and so I'm, okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anything about that. This is Mama said, don't don't yeah. say anything mean. That's Fair it. enough. You know? This is Rage Against the Machine, and we love Arches of Love. That's what they I said. Can't well, can't you know, the Southern politeness is coming through. Do you think? Uh, yeah, I have that. Yeah, I how, have that. How are you feeling about your state in the uh, you know the latest political climate? Here we go. Well, I mean, I'm I'm a pretty progressive person, so you know, I can't. Uh, and if I was going to vote right now, I'd vote for Bernie. You know, so I can't. Uh, I can't fathom that. Uh, I mean, I, is it my t- there's people that take the right side seriously. It's weird. There's people that take uh, Ted Cruz seriously. I don't. I don't know how. I wouldn't know how to talk to that person. <laughs> yeah, right. But you grew up in the South, so I mean, you know. I these grew up people, in the South. Yeah, it's it's, 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 a, it's a it's a strange thing. I, I can't. Uh, and I've said this before. Understand it. You know, people. Uh, we, we, we think we live in New York, which, is, and I've said this a million times, that we live in this liberal bastion of New York City, but it's not true. Not if, true. You know, if you go to work sure. where I work or where Brian works or where anyone, anyone in construction or anything like that, it's like, anyway, should I stop? <laughs> we have more bands or what? No, I mean, I, 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 I totally get a, it. I mean, what I'm saying it's is where you there, think it wouldn't be. It's, every, it's, it's You can be looking at somebody and they seem like they're irrational, logical, using science as their means to make decisions about how to navigate your life. Wishful thinking. You know, just use empirical data to make decisions, and they, you know, and you're looking at somebody that seems like they would do that, and they're just like, no, man, virgin birth. Right. This shit's yeah, real. Like, okay, what cool, I'm man. To, what I don't I'm, to tell you, you know, to say it's just is, hard to, and then they, then they legislate based on this myth, mythology, you know, so it's a weird, it's very difficult. Right, we're in a uh, And to have family members that do that, it's very difficult. Stephen Soley's going to be peeing on the street in the North, if he ever visits North Carolina. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I got no choice at this point. I got no choice. Yeah, I thought of a good T-shirt idea. I, I yeah. thought of a good T-shirt idea. I did this T-shirt idea where I have Michelle Bachman's face, and I cross it out, and I cross out <laughs> Michelle and Patrick Bachman. And then on today, I had another T-shirt idea uh, after hearing the news of, of uh, North Carolina's new homophobic law. Yeah. Uh, I thought it'd be cool if I just had like this T-shirt that said, Governor McCrory's an asshole. I love that. Yeah. I like that. That's pretty good. I mean, that's, that's my T-shirt. It's not my name's not on it. I just think that's a good T-shirt because he's a fucking asshole. I'd buy it. I'd buy it. On, the, on the back, yeah. it'll just be like, "Hey, uh, the reissues for Bring on the Snakes." Is- yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. By the way. By the way. Yeah. Um, but you get, you know, you get yelled at for that. There's a lot of people that like, uh, or not a lot. There's a few people, fans or whatever, that like. Uh, crooked fingers, or, or, or had like the archers, or crooked fingers, or me, and then I'll post something like that accidentally on on the internet thing, or it'll be something I say into a mic. They'll tell me to not have an opinion. You know, you should just play your music and not have an opinion. It pissed them off, and they don't. Right. You know, That's the whole. You thing. get that occasionally because I'm pretty vocal about my opinion that way, and and uh, it's you know. This whole argument that musicians should shut up about their political opinion is complete bullshit. Everyone is a yeah. person. Everyone should be able to say whatever they want. Yeah, and when agreed. you know when when uh, you were talking about the shows before, like New York's always great to you. This place is great to you. Do you find yourself like a bunch in the midst of ruffians when you play the South? <laughs> you like that no. in the midst of ruffians? I mean, for the most part, people that come see a show 
Right. Uh, they're they're more progressive. Like, I don't initially draw like Charlie Daniels fans. You know, Charlie, you know, I don't really draw that that fan base. If I did, I'd be honored to have them there, and, and maybe they wouldn't think that anymore or something. But think that way anymore. But but you ever play? Like you a- can't control what people think. But there there's a there's a problem with conservatism though. Now it's not even like I feel bad for. I know William Buckley's passed away, but I kind of feel bad for people like George Will. And, Right. Ben Stein, people that were just fiscally conservative, and they were conservative in the sense that they wanted to leave legislation alone. Yep. Like, what does conservatism mean? That's what it means. I, I don't know. I um, think it's a, it's a, but that's not happening on the right now. That's not. It's, there's nothing conservative about well, what they're trying it's to do. Insanity is what it is. Those guys at least had uh, some kind of intellectualism, and now we're experiencing an age of anti- a massive amount of it. And, and they had a, a, a point. A to point B logicism that made sense. Like you could look at them and you did okay. Well, that's I don't agree with it, but I see it exactly. A versus B or B versus A. But right now it's just jumping off the diving board. It's yeah. just nonsense. It's insane. I mean, the it's, idea it's, of it's a bad time that way. So go ahead, Jess. Yeah. What were you saying? Uh, yeah, the idea of conservatism really is um, the opposite being, of progression. Yeah, you know? being you very being very careful about what decisions you make going forward. Like I'm a super progressive person, but like. I also have friends who are on the other side and are very careful about what decisions they make as opposed to like this far right thing, which is like about just destroying everything and like holding <laughs> yeah, exactly. back the lock, which is like very it's bizarre. And it's it, not and it seems And it seems like a safe place for hateful people, too. Yeah. That's Absolutely. the thing. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, Ryan. Exactly. Well said. Yeah. Well, exactly. you're, get, you're well, getting a lot of uh, people who... Yeah, you uh, got to be careful on, on the progressive side not to say... Use the Hitler word because it's not like he isn't. He hasn't killed six million innocent people. Right. But okay. you can say that's an insult for those people. That there are right. similarities right. Exactly. to the 1930s in Germany. Right. Right. You could exactly. say that. So that's yeah. what we should be saying. The underpinnings. I'm, 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 I'm kind of like, oh, well, I'm on the left, but let's not say he's Hitler because that's not that's not doing that's not accurate. You know. Yeah, you don't advance. That could happen. You know, because it's right. it's a, it's a similar mentality that causes things, but. You have to call it what it is. Nobody point, uh, introduces fascism all at one time. It's a you know step. We also live in a day and age where you can wipe out six million people in about fifteen minutes too. You know, <laughs> yeah, so that's more than that. That's a right. lot of people that's are right. worried about that. Also, well said. Yeah, it's and something worth worrying about. Yeah. Don't worry, he can't open anyway. a suitcase. That idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Ah, so Pink Floyd. <laughs> I love them. That's one of my favorite bands ever. Okay. It truly is. Yeah, okay. I love Pink Floyd. Really? Animals. A- Animals is one of my favorite records of all time. Joe Latex loves that. Did you ever do any metal? Is one of my favorite records of all time. Right. Good. So, uh, were you an acid guy? Did you do acid? Listen to those two albums. I, I did a little bit. I did. Right. I did a lot of things. I was more uh, I was more of a, uh, a drinker and a cocaine. I, I can't stand pot. I don't smoke. I can't smoke pot. Right. No. Yeah. I just something happens to my brain. I get. I get. I think my blood sugar drops quite a bit, and I get nauseated as well. I'll tell you uh, what happens to me is I get very anxious, and I don't really do it anymore because I get too. Yeah. Like I. I don't know what it is. I start worrying about things I shouldn't worry about, and I'm. I'm out yeah. with the pot. I'm stoned right now. <laughs> how about the, yeah? But I've responded positively to pretty much everything else. So. How about how, how about the drinking? You drinking at every show? Or? I don't drink as much as I used to. No, I, I really, uh, when I, I, I quit smoking when I was 37, I smoked since mm. I was 14. And, uh, you know, and then I quit, uh, doing harder things maybe when I was 40, you know, uh, and, and, and now I'll drink maybe a bottle of wine a week and I have a beer right. maybe three or four days. Oh, a month. I, I try to drink. I, tr- I really, when I go on tour, I try to not drink at all. Were you a Coke guy before you were 40? Were you like way into it? 
Yeah, I mean, just because it was around yeah. and, and, and because it makes you feel good and you, you, because I hate myself and it makes you not hate myself. Yeah, you know, wow. the same old reason everybody else does it. Yeah, yeah man, know. I would never Depressants. have, never <laughs> have thought it. that about never you guessed, in Eric, a million right? years. Yeah. yeah. But, that's yeah. a funny thing to me because if I listen to icky metal or whatever, if you listen to that stuff, it's a, it's a, it's that's what that is, kind of, you know. Wow. In a way, you know, I mean, I worked at a place called uh, the New Orleans Cookery in uh, on Franklin Street in Chapel Hill, mm-hmm. and there was a uh, the, the cook and a couple, uh, the, the owner and the cook and one of the waiters. After we finished, we would just kind of do that, and then the archers would go. After the shift, we would do that, and then the archers recorded uh, Icky Metal at the cradle, the, ca- the old cat's cradle, at like 2 in the morning when the, when the night would end. Caleb Southern would open it up to us, and we'd come out like 2 in the morning and track to like 6 or 7 or 8 in the morning. Right. And and that's, you know, the reason I stayed up. I don't know about the other guys. They didn't do it with me. They didn't. So but is, that's is, what it was. You is know? that is that a run from like college to to forty years old? That's a big run, buddy. Yeah, buddy. No, 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 no. I, just, the I wasn't. Listen, I would say more in my thirties, and I hit back again. Wow. And then I then I uh, got out of the game because it's just right. you can't do it. The friends I have that are still doing it are punch drunk or dead. Yeah. They don't. They don't. They don't it doesn't go well. I just I wanted to have a good. You, you, know, you got to stop. So the one thing about the good thing about cocaine is uh when you when you when you stop doing it, you really don't. You don't miss it, right? Wanna, you don't miss it. In I, my, in my, uh, you know, I stopped doing really? it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm lying. Zing. I, I, I do miss it. Yeah. No, I mean, I miss everything. I really miss smoking after, after playing. I, I yeah, just, yeah, uh, yeah. you can't do it. I miss, I miss, uh, I miss smoking more than anything. I know Cigarettes? it's hard to give up. Yeah. And it's the, it's the ritual of it. It's like after, you know, I'll still do that thing where, where I'll do something stressful, whether it be uh, chopping down a big tree or playing a show or, you know, it's like Nico has a lot of situations where you're nervous because she's, well, there's Willie Nelson two feet from me yeah. and um, there's Roseanne Cash and I'm playing this really hard finger picking <laughs> part that I just learned and she didn't rehearse it with me. And yeah. so there's always stressful moments. And there's, you want to get and your, at the end of those shows, at the end of those moments, I just like, my hand makes the shape of having a cigarette, and I'm like, oh, man, right. I really wish I had a cigarette right it's now. It's funny know? when you say, yeah. like, the chopping down a tree thing. It's like you, It's almost like a dog treat. Like You, wanna, you want the thing. reward. Yeah. You want the reward. Yeah. This is after my the life. You want the reward, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, right. I, have, I have not sm- stopped smoking cigarettes since I was 14 years old, and after, literally after everything I do, I smoke a cigarette, and it's like, you know, well, I just finished smoking a cigarette. Maybe I should smoke <laughs> a cigarette because, you know, I, like I clean my kid's room. I chop down a tree. You want that? You, you, what comes after? It's that ritual, that habit. It's horrible. Yeah. It's, a, it's it's meditation of a sort. It's like forced meditation because you're sort of breathing, and it's a time thing, and it's sure. You know, it's a relaxing thing. So you got a moment to. It's not sense. so bad. It's not as bad as you want to get out to be. You know, I know I don't want to give anybody else lung cancer or anything, but it's not. It's it's yeah. a very satisfying. Doesn't thing it suck? Do. Doesn't it suck that there's problem, a, you know? a negative connotation about smoking? Like, wouldn't it be great if there was no? Ne- we just do it, and there would be no problems in life. Oh With god, the cancer. Yeah. Oh, that, that would have been good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, television. That would have been good. <laughs> <laughs> you want to wrap that up? The crap, uh, crap not crap. Television. Oh god, not, not crap. Not right. crap. Uh, the Clash. Not crap. Blue Oyster Cult. Not crap. King Crimson. Not crap. King Missile. Ah, gimmicky. Oh. I don't. I don't know. It's all right. I don't. Ha- I don't hate it. Yeah, because you know the guy in the team. <laughs> I know. I know something nice about our guys. You know. <laughs> I just. It's, it's not crap. It's just. It's not. You know. You don't listen to it. I don't listen to it now. I thought it was funny when I was twenty or whatever. See, crap, not crap is great because then we got an in-depth conversation about uh, Eric Bachman's drug use. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, it's over. It's over now. Uh, King Diamond. <laughs> oh man, that's kind of silly. 
Ah. <laughs> no, no, it's not crap. It's not crap. There's no judgments here. This is a safe place. Iron Maiden. Not crap. I love Iron Maiden. Oh, Chavez. Not crap. You ever tour with Chavez? I don't think so. Really? That seems like a match that would go yeah. pretty well. It would have been, yeah. It would have been, yeah. Sebado. Not crap. Joe Walsh. Not crap. You motherfucker. <laughs> uh, the Misfits. Not crap. Rush. Not crap. Aerosmith. I like too much. Go ahead. Aerosmith. You can expand on Rush if you like. <laughs> well, no, I, I like Rush. I, I think Rush is a... Uh, I mean, they're they're so uh, singular. They're so great. I mean, I think they're great. I know that they're kind of dorky, and you know, yeah, good. I support, I just I, I just love the sincere. I love it. I think it's amazing. You know, Eric, I get beat up for being the only Rush fan on, on Barrage. And hey, listen, I don't own any. I don't own any of their records. There's some incredible I'll skill to something. what they're listen, doing. I understand. I'll make you some tapes, Eric. I'll I understand. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, I mean, I know the music because you know, high school. You know, you just kind of hear it all the time. But I, yeah. I just, uh, I just, everybody would make fun of the guys that like Rush, and I always liked those guys. You know. Right. I always like the kids that like Rush, and I always liked what they said in interviews and how they sing. They just seem like decent people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, <laughs> they are. They off, actually so. are See? probably really nice guys. See, did you? What probably, kind of kid, yeah. I don't what, know, but yeah. What kind of kids did you grow up with in high school? With a lot of like metalheads, or was it punk rock? But um, you, no, you know, I grew up in a in an interesting high school that had a, a good variety of of demographics of ethnic groups. What do you say? So we had the Rednecks. That was sort of from South Asheville, and uh, and then there was kind of middle class kids like me that were kind of like uh, a step up from the rednecks, but still kind of rednecks. You know, we chewed skull and smoked cigarettes and stuff. Right. And then there was uh, the Billmore Forest kids and the Asheville High kids, the downtown Asheville kids, North Asheville kids that were, were had money. And then there were the black people in Shiloh, the African Americans in Shiloh, and so this was all mixing in one school. Um, so and I had friends from every sincere, like really good friends from every demographic, you know, from every every group. Because um, I played basketball, right? You're um, tall enough. Yeah, I can and see I, that. And I uh, I swam. So a lot of the redneck redneck kids swam, and a lot of the African American kids played basketball. So I was kind of in with. And I, I was I started playing music then too. So uh, you know the band draws all all kinds. So. I, I didn't like high school, but looking back on it, I think it was just because I was a, a, an asshole or grumpy or whatever. But I, I actually, there were some great people, you know. Are you are you still grumpy? Is that something that uh, stays with you for the rest of your life? Can you? I don't know. I, I, I'm grumpy in certain situations. <laughs> absolutely. You know, I, I feel like uh, I feel like like my wife was making fun of me, and I, I'm so glad she was. <laughs> I was bitching. I, we had gotten back from a tour uh, with Nico. And you know, with Nico, you get treated really well. Uh, you get, you know, the, you get. She's just such a great person and a great boss. But besides that, I'm talking about just being in that kind of kind of level of that many sales. You know, that band. If you're in a, in a band that sells that many records, you know, you just show up at the fancier hotels or that you know you show up to a venue and they have deli trays out and fruit fruit bowls out and shit like this. You know. And uh, I remember we were playing. I think it was in Brooklyn actually at some outdoor festival. And everybody was really nice, and this is my wife making fun of me. And I and I had my plate, and I was getting my food, and there was fruit salad, and it looked so good, like fresh fruit cut, and there was not a spoon in the bowl to get my fruit out. <laughs> you started and it like, pissed me off so bad. Like, why can't these fucking people put a spoon in the fucking bowl, you know? And I told this story to my wife, and she was just like, you are 
freaking diva, man. <laughs> you just lost it, you know. I'm used to a cheat. Uh, I was like, yeah, know. I guess I did, but I just wanted to get some fruit. I just wanted some fruit. I want a spoon. I don't lose my hand, you know. Nary a slice of cheese, honey. You didn't even know about yeah. pain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was me being an asshole. That's me being drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Thank you so much, Eric. Eric Bachman's latest album called Eric Bachman is out on Merge Records. It comes out today. It is, as the kids say, it drops this evening. Nice so, hit. Yeah. <laughs> it does drop. It drops right now. Thank it's, you guys so very much. It drops right now. Thank you so much, Thanks, Eric. Man. We really appreciate it. That man. was awesome. Thanks Thank you, Eric. My pleasure. It was fun. It was hey, fun. Man, good luck with the new album, and I uh, hope to talk to you soon and see you uh, out on tour. Yeah, when you're here in New York, we'll definitely see you in New York. Yeah, hey, I hope so. Put out that Archer's seven inch because we're dying. We, we're like uh, we're salivating. Uh, man, we'll, we'll see what we can do. I can't promise anything, but <laughs> we'll it's on the, my mind. I'll we'll buy the first seven. That's for sure. All right. Thank you so much, Eric. Cool, man. Take care. All right. Cool. Later. There's Please. Eric Bachman of Arches of Love. Cool, yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. I like that. Oh, I, like that I could have stayed on the line for another hour if yeah. I didn't, wasn't going to pee my pants right now. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy wasn't uh, doing his, uh, trying to land the plane back. Tommy, I, I, Tommy sees that I have to pee and he's pointing to my jeans. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, go pee, dude. That was great. How great was that? Huh? Great. Eric Bachman, everybody. Good job, yeah. Patrick. That's a Pat Walsh guest right there. Oh, you, yeah, oh, you Pat, guys. Good get, Pat. Oh, you guys were great, too, by the way. You guys asked Everybody great questions. Oh, shit. I forgot to ask if we could play songs off the new record. Fuck Call him back. Call him back. Call him back. Call back. I talked to him. He said it was cool. I talked to him this afternoon. <laughs> crap, not crap. Why don't we, it's up for free on NPR. John, there's a, knock cool on the, there's a knock on the door, so uh, why, doesn't, why doesn't this guy take over the radio for a minute? Drop the record, go to the bathroom, and let's go on with the show. I'm calling Eric Bogman. Hi, Mario. We're going to prank call Eric. Hello? Do it as Ted Kennedy. IRL want to know if I can play your record. You got to hit send. Do I? What do I have to do? Who has a good call? Call, there you go. Here we go. Hey, what's up, Dan? Let me speak to Brett Weir. <laughs> yeah, uh, John, are you interested in game shows or not? That shit's not happening. Uh, Eric, if you're listening, I'm just going to play a song if you know. You want to sue me? Okay. Uh, we'll be back after this. It's streaming on NPR, I'm it sure. It's streaming yeah. on NPR. This one's called Carolina. Go get it on MergeRecords.com or Merge.com. I don't know. Just Google Merge Records and stop bothering people. <laughs>
Goose, 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 goose. And we're back. Yeah. Live from the Barrage. That's wrong uh, by Arches of Loaf off the Speed of Cattle record, which is a different version and blah, 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 blah. How blah, can blah. something so wrong be so right, yeah. John? <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, Pat, I don't know, man. Hey, Apple Dick I don't know. Too. I got to tell you. It sounds great. <laughs> Uh, we're happy to be back. Thank you, Eric Bachman. Uh, his new album is on Merge Records. You could pick that up today. Pick it up today. 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 And uh, thank you, uh, Jess Skolnick and Stephen Soley and uh, Tommy Rockstar. And Pat someone else, and dude. Ryan. Someone else is here. Brian Musikoff. Oh, there's a oh. knock on the door. It's I've been here for a while. Who are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> He's been sitting over there in the corner in his softball uniform. I said, "Would you come from a softball game?" He goes, "No, I was just hanging out in my base." Sub yo, Kev. <laughs> I, I'm Italian. I have three three floors, and I live in the basement. I have. It's crazy, man. Yo, Kev. I'm here, to, I'm here to entertain you guys. What the hell? This was like Coach a... Coach mouse trap. <laughs> what, did, what did I just feed you, Mario? Italian ISIS. <laughs> There's a knock on it's the true. door. It's a quarter to ten. It's Mario. Don't let him in. It's too hey, late man. before you know it. He's rapping to the mic. Your mind, he's a-blowing. He says, O-R-I-A-M. That's my name from the other end. He doesn't mean to insult. He doesn't mean to offend. He just likes being naked in front of his friends. <laughs> oh, that took a weird turn. <laughs> That's right. Well, thank you, Mario Asaro, for joining us. Today. He's not a New York City school teacher. I put on Please my sweatpants. I don't have to be naked. I got my sweatpants on. <laughs> it was like an Arches of Loaf lo love fest in here. I know how much you love those guys, John. Good interview. Good interview. Thank you, Mario. I can't believe it. I mean, I, I got here. It's like there's like 20 people on the city. I said, I'm not going to crash this party. You guys were like holding hands, kumbaya uh, No, I listened to him all afternoon, actually, because what the hell is yeah, happening this to the podcast? Yes, you, don't, you don't smoke cigarettes, right? Um, no, although I had one. I used to, I smoked for <laughs> a Harlem really... Harlem River Drive. I, <laughs> I, I smoked for you a really long time. You gotta calm your nerves on that I, racetrack. Yeah, I quit when I was 30, um, and so I haven't had a cigarette in... Now, does the, years, uh, the, does the cigarette yeah. smell, like, on, on your partner bother you at all? No, it's, yeah. it's actually really you lovely. Like I'm like, but, oh. <laughs> He's a walking smoke. It's really stack. hard too um, to Daddy get into like. a car. To get into a car still and like not immediately light up a cigarette. Cause right. I'm really, really used to it. Oh yeah, that's that whole uh, ritual of as soon as you jump in the car. Yep. Like even you, if I just had a cigarette, I'm like, well, now I'm in the car. Yeah. Like you automatically push in the lighter, and like I still do it. Right. <laughs> what are you driving? A Seventy-five uh, <laughs> <Chevelle>? sabers? <laughs> it's got um, a fair lane. I had a 2000 Toyota Echo for a while. It was yeah. a, a, a wow. She had an Echo. 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 Of, that thing was a piece of junk. Jess is, uh, is putting, uh, the, putting brights the, brights the brights on with her feet. feet. <laughs> hey, I did not do that Echo. <laughs> Mario. Echo. So uh, what do you got to tell us this week before we move on to the news? Is it that time again? Do we have to end at eleven? There's so many people. Maybe no, we, we have till eleven thirty. If you that's. No. Conan, yeah. First of all, here's the new deal. Let me explain it to you. The new Conan deal. Conan Neutron deal. is like annoyed that I, uh, <laughs> I I end the show whenever I want because you know, you know, I'm mean. Who care? So uh, I go. All right, listen. Here's the new deal because I I don't know how to turn the show off because I'm an idiot and there's right. all he, he he thinks because he works in computers all day that everyone knows right. this and I have no uh, idea what's happening. So I go. Listen, uh, just let it run till 11:30 and if we we go uh, if we end early, I'll play music. That's right. right. I got to give Conan credit. He texted me this week for the news story, and I, I don't know if I've used it. But so uh, stay tuned for a tribe call quest. <laughs> Bonanza. <laughs> I I told you to do that guy months ago. Months ago. I'm finally, glad you caught up. 
I'm way ahead of you guys. What's your brainchild? Once I thought of the idea, I'm like, wow, I'm so stupid. It took me four years to think of it. Thought of it? I hate it. I I give you ideas, and then you tell me you think of them. Well, I don't listen to you because you're, (laughs) I mean, there's a a very, you know, the the, the percentage is off. There's 90% garbage. Listen, if I keep saying everything and everything I think of, something has to be right. (laughs) Right. Well, listen, I just want to say happy Good Friday to uh, my <laughs> brothers and sisters here. <laughs> may the Randolph. Lord, may the, may the love and, on his forehead right now. May the love and uh, goodness of Bernie Sanders shine down upon you all. Uh, Thank you. And, and uh, what happened today? I have a little, uh, a little bit of a, something to say about what happened to me today. All right. What happened? All right. Let's hear it. I, I have it here. Yeah, happy Good Friday. <laughs> I, I turned on my internet and it was whack. It was... Alive from the barrage, hack attack. What the hell is this gator bait, John? What happened? What happened to the... Oh, the I West. finally tried to use iTunes. I should explain that the Oh, website, debacle, right? You know, uh, Greg Pim, Greg, Gregory Prim texted me <laughs> that the website was down. And I went to the website, and of course it was down. So I texted Jim Birch, the great Jim Birch of uh, Chicago, who was nice enough to host our entire website. Now, make a long story short, uh, he blames it on Faz. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? That, like, oh, pass the bug. The um, the website, his entire website. All right, so he webs he hosts like PRF barbecue. He hosts all the stuff on the website that's not included <laughs> with us, and uh, he thinks that it, they were hacked. And uh, by Fad, like who anonymous? What happened? Yeah, I don't know. Gator Fad, bait. It's called Gator bait. Faz Razi. Uh, I don't hear about your dirty uh, secrets. Put something up that was easily hackable. I don't know. The whole website's g- kaput, Nick. It's gone. It's still. It's still. Our website's gone. It's gone. So the, um, are the podcasts down? Yes. Oh, fuck, dude. The That's why iTunes, I found out. Uh, the website is down, so iTunes cannot read the information off right, the website. Right. John, it's officially time to move everything to NYC, baby. Exactly. So what we're doing this weekend <laughs> is moving the website over to a, just a different address, and he's going to eventually move everything into the cloud, whatever that means. Yep. And then we will be able to move it over John, to the new website. So everything should be back to normal after this weekend. Uh, the problem is I can't upload last week's show because right. there's no People website asking to about upload. this. Yeah, they've I, been asking. Well, listen, I can't do everything, Tommy. Right. I'm, I'm, no, I was I'm about stretched to say, out to the Listen to me. On Sunday. Look what I've started here. <laughs> we'll ta- we'll, I, I, I yeah. still have laundry Wait. in the dryer. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, John, you'll we'll talk after the event on Sunday. I will gladly help you. Gladly. I have to. You know, everyone wants to help on Friday night. And when they're drunk and everyone's feeling good. No, Sunday. I love fuck, you. Yeah. I'm going to help no, you. You're right. gonna be, Sunday morning <laughs> comes around. It's a, hi, yeah, see you later. You're going to be at work on Sunday, and I'm going to help you write the morning. XML code. I'm here every Saturday Coming helping down. you eat yeah. every sandwich that's left over. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so I went on So I went on NYC, and I couldn't get a podcast because I was going to listen today. I was Mario, in my underwear you, doing taxes. Did you hear what he SoundCloud. That's because it's, it's hosted on the other one. Everything's hosted on the other uh, one. Then we're going to redo it. I tried to explain this to him on the internet. Right. right. He's trying to stick right. his memory stick in his Xbox or something. <laughs> right. Even on .nyc where those archives point to is on the old server. It's Mario's like, right. there's a Super get, Nintendo? Right. <laughs> stick to iTunes for now. Exactly. I can't get it anywhere. No, you can't get it on iTunes. You can't Are you get listening? it anywhere. Like, do you listen to anything I say? <laughs> no, Music off. iTunes is, is okay. No, no it's, it's not. not. <laughs> nothing, nothing. Because the These iTunes doesn't. My right. Oh my Guys, God! I love Can I explain something to you? So much. iTunes does not host the website. iTunes reads 
information and takes credit for it. Linkage, baby. Linkage. Right. They just read the XML files, all they do. So the, if the website is down, iTunes. Now, I just want down. to point something out. You, this is a little confusing, people. I don't blame them. You would think that iTunes would accept your your data and, and host it, but they don't, you know? Yeah. Well, that, how can they host all that information? Why not? They host everything else in the world. Why the fuck not, yeah, Apple? I've never no, said they this don't. in the history of the show. Let's move on with Tommy's <laughs> news. <laughs> That's think, the fifth time you said that. Think, two weeks ago. Stop it. Stop rushing us. <laughs> we always end at 11, Pat. Soli, uh, a fan of the show, knows everything that's I brought happening. notes. Are you I think feeling, Bono Vox should fix it. Are you feeling better this week, Pat? Non-breaking news. Ah, the news has started. It's over. Why? What happened? Pat <laughs> rushes through the show because last week he was he feeling was sick. sick. I don't know. Sick. Now he has a, uh, some sort of fine female waiting for him. What's happening this week, Pat? <laughs> What are you talking about? You're always rushing us through the show, and then Conan gets mad that we ended at 11. Conan. Rushing us through the show. We, <laughs> last week, it was like 11.30. Let's it move on with the game. Is Is there a game? my personal life, for sorrow. It's just that <laughs> I haven't even got a chance to say hi to Soli or, or his lovely wife, Jess, who... You always refer to your part as her partner. as your partner, and yes. I always oh, like. Don't start with your. I always shit. get pictures like somebody else, but you do have a lovely wife. Hi, Jess. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Jess, I apologize. I'm, I'm a feminist in heart. Oh, Want to really? make out later? You know. <laughs> this is the reason she wouldn't come in. Because a bunch of idiots like us would be doing stuff like this, and you. I'm have, not an idiot. Everything was going fine, and I'm you a, just solidified the opinion. <laughs> I'm a kind-hearted soul. So At least you got a nice laugh at her. Listen, we all knew. This would happen. Soli and Tommy, you made up. This yeah, is like the oh, Jennifer. We, 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 I haven't like dagger stared anyone so it's good. <laughs> because I have an idea to get rid of Soli and then get down with Jess. Oh my god! <laughs> Let's hear this Met ticket scam. What's the Met ticket scam? No, you guys are about the same size. This is scam. <laughs> Non-breaking. I love you, Mary, but yes, you're a so rock star. <laughs> All right, they're making me go to the news. I will forget my ideas of yeah, having you and Tommy. The rest of run to eleven. Right here, John. Turn, I love you all. Right here. Happy Good Friday. Right here. Right <laughs> here. Mario's on no mic. He's, he's got his own broadcast. Happy Good Friday. <laughs> oh, my God. How much were you, were you... Did you drink and drive anyway over here? No, because when you make me sit and watch you guys interview people, I drink <laughs> a lot more, and I actually do other things. Mario. Okay. But I'm back, and I'm whack, and we're... <laughs> uh, and I don't care about the life from the Mirage hack attack. So good. <laughs> all right, all right. Jesus Christ, everyone. Thank you for joining us here on Live from the Barrage. We appreciate it here on Radio Nope every Friday night <laughs> at 8 p.m. Eastern. Tune in. Tune in. Thank Tune you. Tune in. Tommy, what's in the news? Oh, I got a lot going on, guys. A lot going on. <laughs> Wait, how much ground are you going to cover? How long have you got? 40 minutes? Yeah. What is this? I like minutes. to think Tommy's like in a, in a biplane over the country <laughs> writing things down. <laughs> I am, He's already dude. pie. He's in the sky. <laughs> High in the sky. <laughs> There's a bridge you know, gone. You should talk to my, my bandmate Kira because she does this for morning shows. Really? Yeah, Let's she like up. gives oh, them the Oh, she's the, like, the helicopter person? She does, no, she does <laughs> the like wacky news. <laughs> wacky news. I got to meet this no person. Way. That's yeah, so funny. I'll best. be in Chicago, by the way. I yes. want to announce that I'll be in Chicago in three weeks. So if you guys want to get together. Yeah, if you guys want to um, get your Heineken t-shirt. <laughs> at uh, the, the Metro. The Metro. It's going to be at the Marathon gas station at Fullerton and Western if anybody Is wants that to the swing. the one that has the fried chicken? Yes. Yeah. That yeah, you can get the fried chicken. Fullertron and Westron. <laughs> and now it's time for Wacky News. All right. Sorry, Tom. Who is, the, who is the person, uh, the comedian, who said that, uh, oh, I can't even remember the line now, that every cross street sounds like a... A Jewish and Puerto Rican law firm or something. That was getting rainy. That was when he was in Chicago last well, week. Well, yeah, uh, okay, that was pretty good. The rock band, <laughs> ACDC. Hey, check that out on Twitter.com. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the rock band ACDC's representatives have responded to rumors suggesting that the legendary Guns N' Roses frontman Axl Rose will join the group as a guest singer. Axu! Ne- neither denying or confirming the story, but instead telling TRNN that they have nothing Ex- official to announce. <laughs> <laughs> what I love about this is you, you got the Kurt Loader moment here. Yeah. The cigarette is burning <laughs> and you're reporting the music news. This is beautiful, Sully. I will be so massively surprised if GNR makes it to any of the festivals. Yeah. Of this That's why I'm flying play. after that shit. Well, the, yeah. ultimate punk rock, on it? the ultimate punk rock move would be to not show up to the, right. any Look, of the shows. Yeah. Right. right, exactly. Other members of the band's uh, extended camps, however, say apparently... you got to break the glass and, and break Rob Halford out of the emergency <laughs> case. How much How much would you tip Dizzy Reed? <laughs> a lot. Dizzy comes out on stage. I'm going to give Dizzy Reed two bucks on each drink he gives me. <laughs> he comes out and presses play on the boom box. <laughs> Other members of the band's extended camps, however, are apparently confirming the persistent speculation. Ross extended Young, camps? Ross Young, the son of retired ACDC uh, co-founder Malcolm Young, reportedly posted, then deleted a pair of Facebook comments saying, quote, it's true and he can and he will according to sources meanwhile tommy stinson a late era basis for guns and roses seems to be uh congratulating rose on already having gotten the job wow. yeah. so it sounds like a done deal yeah he goes at a boy he says in the facebook post rose you're in <laughs> go go show the kids how it's done says stinson i love i i love the small world of like children of musicians where they can go onto Facebook and be like, yeah, Axel's in. Yeah, my uncle. (laughs) (laughs) I'm uh, the nephew of Dizzy, (laughs) and I'm here to say that uh, I have nothing else going on in my life. I'd like to make a big announcement. I love that. Although, like, my parents are, like, the... My parents are part of the like weird hippie circuit of just like old jerks that have uh, <laughs> that have recording studios now um, <laughs> and that yeah, is Axel also Rose. like a very small weird circuit yeah my parents are old jerks <laughs> I love them very much singer, I love them very much singer Brian Johnson's hearing problems were blamed for the postponement of the remainder of what? the ACDC tour that's right what? Huh? <laughs> um, though the band suggested it would continue with only special guest replacement singer Johnson is said to be upset with the band. After Paul Westerberg, replacement singer. <laughs> and Tommy Stinson on bass. Uh, after, uh, They're going to do satellite. <laughs> Here's Androgynous. Uh, after stating he, quote, felt kicked to the curb by when friend and comedian Jim Jimbo Brewer uh, reported on his podcast. Yeah, you know, this Jim Brewer thing, I have something to say about it. Because I, I follow this Jim Brewer chooch on, mm-hmm. because of the Mets things, and I, I've unfollowed him. It's way too annoying. And I kind of like Jim Brewer. I don't think he's that funny, but I just kind of, I don't know, I have a soft spot for the guy. Right. He reminds me of a jerk-off from the neighborhood. Right. Yeah. And, you know, he, he's, he's a nice guy. So he goes on some podcast, and he says that uh, he talked to Brian Johnson. They're reportedly, they're friends, according to this. Right. So he did. This happened. He talked to Brian Johnson, and Brian Johnson- This really happened. This was in the paper. This happened. This happened. This is the paper. Brian, I've seen this. He talks to Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson tells him, listen, he's like, hey, man, ACDC kicked me to the curb. They're like in Florida, I guess, like Atlanta, or yeah, well, same difference. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Eric Bachman, I know you live there or whatever, but it's all the same to us. Florida is very different from anywhere else in the world. <laughs> you ever drive through Atlanta, uh, Georgia? <laughs> well, yes. All the same. Uh, well, Brian Johnson has a place in Florida. Does he? Yeah. Yes. Hmm. So anyway, he talks to him on the phone. So he, Brian Johnson tells Brewer. 
And this is Brewer relating the story on this whatever podcast, churchy podcast. Yeah. It is. I think it's his own podcast, but he's calling into it, however that works. Jim Brewer, it's Brewer. my own podcast. <laughs> right. And he makes a goat sound. And, and then, <laughs> so then, but Brian Johnson tells him, listen, the ACDC left my luggage in the driveway. And they were like, we're looking for a new singer. So, uh, you know, uh, Brewer, Brewer. Brewer tells this whole story. People go fucking insane. The, you know, like metal socks or whatever the stupid metal sites are. The other one, like Hammerhead or whatever the <laughs> fuck picks up on it, Blabberhead. And they're like, yo, uh, you know, this is what's happening. And so now someone must have called Brewer. Like, it was Brian. I was like, hey, mate, you better fucking fix this shit. Shut your trap. And he comes on and just flat out lies that he's like, I'm a comedian. I was just making things up. Right. And I lost a lot of respect for him at that point because, you know, it was kind of a, like, I understand his position that he's trying to protect Brian Johnson, trying to protect the ACDC thing, but right. it was just a flat out lie. No one believes it. And now everything for a post is some 50 year old metal kid, like, you fucking suck, bro. <laughs> and, you know, that's the, the way I see it. Well, listen, here's, I'm going to drop the news for a second and just talk real talk. I think the way I see it is that those guys have a lot of money on the table, and Angus Young is a lifer, and he just wants to keep finishing, just keep going and finish this tour. So that's 10 shows. <laughs> I, I don't think they're going to get. I think they should get a whole variety of different people to play right. and then peace but, out and well, fuck that. it's only a couple shows. Editorialize <laughs> with Tommy Rockstar. <laughs> Here's a new segment we call In My in Opinion. My opinion. <laughs> uh, but apparently Johnson told Brewer that... Uh... <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, in local news... He's going to drop the whole news bit. In local news, uh, p- police, police officers from the 109th Precinct rescued a nine-pound... <laughs> Female, a nine-pound. Yes, yes. Female. We're going to twelve. I have her in my garage right now. Nine-pound female Komodo dragon, dubbed Master Shredder. Yeah. Yes. Konomo dragon. Why female? Why do you have to be so heteronormative? (laughs) Jess is here. (laughs) Shut up. Shut up. I refer to it as my partner. Can that can that lizard go into any bathroom I in New York? Yes, all right, that's enough. Steven. Master Master Shredder is going to be taking over Malcolm Young's guitar parts. <laughs> I asked Stephen on the road like whether a fictional sea monster, like whether I was misgendering a fictional sea monster. So right. We got a lizard and we got Axl Rose. ACDC's Wait, back on the road, ladies and gentlemen. Jess, what did you say? There's a, oh, I, a fictional sea monster. <laughs> so there's a, on our U-Haul truck is Champy the of the Lake Monster from Lake Champlain. <laughs> Champy rules. <laughs> rules. Awesome. But um, he, his name got changed to champ recently so oh. that that's more masculine <laughs> so we were debating oh. the, we were the debating gender the identity of a fucking imaginary champion. thing in fictional, the water fictional creature well, yeah i like how you you holes yes you holes whole thing is like hey moving doesn't suck look at this picture of a lizard yeah right. talk about this thing yeah, it's like an owl the, so talk about this wacky sea monster police rescued police Sorry. rescued this nine pound i prefer to use lbgt hole <laughs> Oh, please, here. please, let Tommy talk about the lizard. I don't Thank even you. know what that means, and I'm offended. <laughs> Pol- <laughs> Why? Police rescued a nine-pound female Komodo dragon dubbed Master Shredder, named after the arch-villain of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Following Those letters come before you. Think about it. It all comes back to pizza. Following a possible attack by a raccoon, authorities told TRNN in a report Yeah, the lizard today. was all, like, jacked up, like a raccoon was <laughs> scratched it up or some shit. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Scratch an NY- joint. An NYPD... <laughs> Is he scratching up the joint? <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, I'm so sorry. The, uh, <laughs> it always happens. Turntablist, the lizard. Yeah. <laughs> and NY... And an NYPD spokesman named Hank Barnacle to, uh, said Come that... Come on, really? No. That's, Barnacle. What it, that's what it says. Uh, 
That's what it says. What is it? I don't know. Yeah. What is it? No Face exactly. no more. Did you find that on the ground on the Face way no in? More. Um, said the dragon was found last month after police received a call on a Friday evening around 8 p.m. from inside a house located at 3505 167th Street in right. Flushing. This the is calls were coming from inside the house. So this right, is pretty right much a, a couple blocks uh, north of, of us. Up right is, here. Which is closer to Ryan's parents' house than this place. So, you know. It's about halfway, right? I would be worried if either I were way, you. Either way, you could walk there in five minutes. De- Deputy yeah. Inspector Thomas Conforti of 109th Precinct quizzed Twitter followers. Oh. Quiz Twitter followers about what kind of mysterious creature they caught in a photo of its tail sticking out of a large garbage can. (laughs) A bunch of bunch of choochy cops show up and there's a lizard. Cops on Twitter is the worst idea of all time. Twitter cops. It's it's funny you say that. (laughs) I would watch a show called Twitter Cops. I should have never left Vice. <laughs> I got bumped down for this. Yeah, exactly. I ended up, you know. like, oh, I was an editor. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to be on Viceland. It was going to be amazing. <laughs> Conforti. <laughs> I'm a cub. Conforti, uh, after various Twitters. <laughs> I'm like Serpico. I was going to be on Vice. It's going to be great. <laughs> Conforti posed the following questions to Twitter users saying, is this an iguana, an opossum, a giant mouse? Is my name real? <laughs> hey, am I getting paid to do your job? Motherfucker? Is it a baby whale? No, that, no that's oh. a big whale. It is it? Cool. I am it? super cool. <laughs> <laughs> There's still meat on that. Yo, yo, yo. This is Cop McCop. What up? Where the party at? That was like the Boston stuff, like the, the exactly. um, yeah, the Boston cops uh, actually, who were like Tommy. trying to infiltrate house shows, and it actually happened at my birthday show in Chicago too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my friend Liz and I had a joint birthday show, and um, cops infiltrated it because it was at like the same time as the NATO conference, yeah. well, and they, they thought like anarchists were going to show they, up. I have some tape of the thr- Boston. Co- go ahead, Pat. What? They threw you off with hashtag I'm not an arc. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I have some tape. Of uh, Boston cops uh, finding the <laughs> finding the uh, dragon. Let's hear it from oh, wow. uh, Jess's story. I wonder what this is going to be. <laughs> Here the bo- yes. uh, Boston cops finding a Komodo dragon under oh my garbage. God, yes. yeah. Jay, that's a tuner or something. Jay, look at it. Come on. <laughs> oh, yes. That's a flounder, man. Let's pull it in, Jay. Let's get it in the boat, bro. Come on, you got a hook? Jay says it's a fucking big sea turtle. It's a baby fucking wheel, man. <laughs> Will you look can. at this shit? Tell me I don't set you up, John. Who oh, my you. fucking God. <laughs> You're like uh, Hank Kingsley. That baby fucking whale knows a lot of DRIs. <laughs> <laughs> it does. <laughs> that baby fucking whale is skanking. Google DRI. <laughs> <laughs> DRI. Holy Hat. shit, Jay. <laughs> All right. Sorry. <laughs> Jay, Jay, we could get some big money for that if it's a fucking fish, buddy. Come on. <laughs> You're not allowed to take things from evidence, Jay. Jay, that is still good meat on that fucking fish, kid. (laughs) I understand that, but it's against protocol. Let me tell you, um, my um, my bandmates... I'm in a band called Split Feet, and we're doing like a super mini tour. Don't clap. Fat limbs and don't Split clap. Feet for that. Yeah. Why? I love Split Feet. Yeah, don't clap for that. <laughs> Delicious. Split limbs. Um, <laughs> split limbs. We're actually playing our last show together, which is going to be super oh, sweet and yeah, sweet right. and whatever. So, um, I'm but we're talk doing so much shit. <laughs> yes. <this. laughs> no, you should. Yeah, this guy's not even at his own recording. I don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> 
They're fine. <laughs> yeah, they're fine. Need me? You can't leave leave Matt Biskin to his own devices. <laughs> oh my oh. god, that guy's a church. Between Matt and Nick, you know, I have a <laughs> wait. Time out. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, turn the mics off. <laughs> um, no. Uh, so we're like we're doing our last um, four shows, and then there's going to be one last show in Chicago as well. Um, When's that? The last four shows are this week um, or next week. Jeez. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> um, it was planned before the tour, which is crazy. Um, Just we have bourbon if you want some. <laughs> <laughs> it helps I'm me. A, I'm a lightweight. It's cool. I haven't drank one freaking shot all night. Drink Jake. up, buddy. Oh, I'd like to. Well, congratulations on that. That for ending well, it's your career. Be the thirtieth, the thirty-first, the first, and the second. Back uh, I, I do want to ask you this: Do you have any plans of starting a new band? Yes. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Do you have like uh, irons in the fire as yes. far as like people uh, you want to play with and stuff? Yeah, there totally are. Um, I might do a noise project with my friend Sean, which is going to be really fun and awesome. Because it seems like uh, you would have a lot of connections, you know. I do. The <laughs> people all around the world who dig oh. what you're doing and. Uh, you know, it'd be pretty, pretty easy to start a band. Yeah. And now that you're going to live here with us in Astoria, you can just send them right over. Yeah. Now we're going to all practice at Astoria Soundworks together. <laughs> Gallagher. I'm, I'm going to really miss the um, the ladies of Split Feet. It's the first time I've been in a band that's all women, and it's amazing. Yeah. Oh, congrats. I, so those shows are in Chicago. Um, There's going to be, it's D.C., Baltimore, right. Philly, New York. Oh. Where's the New York one? Atron. Where? At the Atron? Atron, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's great. Yeah, on the 2nd. Great. Well, that's the that's the story with the lizard, and I love uh, that lizard. that's a cool. <laughs> Sorry. Listen. No, that's a cool place. I like that Akron joint. I'm the. I'm, I'm a jerk. I'm sorry. I don't. I, I we don't get to play those cool places. See Komodo Dragon at Mercury Lounge this Friday. <laughs> Delicious. And now, uh, I'm the worst. Ryan, do we have any local? Sorry, Komodo Dragon news? UK from Japan. <laughs> okay. This next, I was interested, Jess. Don't Wait. listen to these guys. <laughs> no, I was listening. No, I've been listening no, to the word. I'm right next to her, <laughs> and I hear every word she's saying. I can't stop <laughs> Mara's, to Jess. Mara's hyper focused. <laughs> this story. I'm, wait a minute. Back to the lizard. I'm no, no, quite the lizard. I'm quite a herpetologist myself. <laughs> <laughs> I used to own a, quite a large lizard. Isolate. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Musikoff slapping his I own, knee. I hear Brian, you're not even on the mic. Okay. I'm so sorry. I'm I own so several sorry. large species no, of lizards. And uh, wow, what a, what a I'm a herpetologist <laughs> myself. A, Mario owned lizards. What a shocker! <laughs> With the snowball. While bunny. he was listening to his Jethro Tull tapes and feeding a freaking bearded dragon. <laughs> you feed him mice. You feed him mice. He's, he was he was a flute charmer. <laughs> I had a one that I was particularly fond of. His name was Terra. He lived in my couch. I, I never liked. I never liked to lock up animals. I believe in re uh, free range lizards. Free range in your couch. It would work great because when somebody would come to sleep over, the first night he would not do anything. He would just stay in the couch. The second night he would kind of move around, and somebody's like, "What's that? What's that?" By the third night, looks hurt. By the third night, he perches himself on the sleeping man's chest. So this guy who's like passed out or whatever drugs we were doing. Wakes up with this lizard forked tongue right at him, jumps out of the couch, and usually leaves. And that's how did I you got guys forget. Out of my apartment. Did you forget to mention that we were all uh, hopped up on dust? <laughs> well, it's like you never stayed at my place past the third night because you I'm know single. terror would come out. I'm a single Singu. man. This is what I'm doing with my friends. <laughs> Speaking of dust, back to the news. Wait, hang on. One second, Mario. Was was the 
lizard's name Terra, like as in terraform, or terror as like in sheer terror. Like sheer terror. T-E-R-R-O-R. Hey, he's from Queens. What do you expect? But you're not you're not saying that. You're saying terror. He's from Queens, bro. He's saying terraform. Terror. He was a golden tegu, and he was called terror. Tegu. Terra, Terra, the Tegu, <laughs> and he was a. It's mean the neutron, Pat. You needed hockey gloves to handle him. <laughs> All right. Well, this next story is out of Hollywood. Eighties <laughs> uh, pop culture icon Corey Feldman is looking to his fans to fund his new album in this week's TRN Entertainment Roundup. How would uh, I? <laughs> I need to get a uh, clip of that TRN Entertainment <laughs> Roundup. The actor has announced the launch of his new project, dubbed "Quote." Elevator to Ascension, the Field Fan Fam Fundraiser. Wow. Uh, through the crowdfunding platform Indiegogo. The campaign is in support of Feldman's long awaited double album, Angelic to the Core. Uh, the crowdfunded campaign offers fans the opportunity to make an album the re- a reality and offers a plethora of perks ranging from social media interactions with the star to digital and physical copies it's of the like album. It's like a Kickstarter. Exactly. Even Get a, rewards. Even a dinner on the road with Feldman. <laughs> God, that's like there's so Which is, which is nothing worst, new for him because he's at Waffle House already. He usually eats his dinner in the road. <laughs> right. There are even uh, once in a lifetime opportunities to have Corey Feldman play in your backyard. Uh, <laughs> while videos. The last time that happened, I had to chase him off with a broom. Can I book Get Corey here, Feldman, Feldman for my like cool punk Feldman. Full punk house? Show. Feldman, this is the last time I'm going to tell you. Here. Shoo! Video, Shoo! Bricks, While video of the star appeared on YouTube appealing to his legions of fans, many have wondered aloud... Legions wh- of fans. <laughs> where the star... They all have legions. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually... This legion of fans. Bombs. Many have wondered where the star... Legion singular. Thank you, yeah. Sully. Yeah. <laughs> many have wondered where the star has spent all his fortunes from Hollywood. Nobody's wondering anything. Rent. Nobody Rent. Know. He's paying rent. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> wondering. He's like trying to buy food. Every morning I wake up and I go, uh, before I take my kids to school, I go, I wonder what Corey Feldman's up to. <laughs> it's driving me nuts. We have one last story here, by the What's way. What's up with you? This story is out of Seattle. Everyone <laughs> go to Merge.com and donate to Corey Feldman's. <laughs> this story is out of Seattle. Uh, tech giant Microsoft has, pub- has publicly apologized <laughs> for creating an artificially intelligent, quote, teenage chatbot. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you something about this story. It's a non-fucking story. Oh, you really? Yeah, this is the reason. We'll see. You know, everyone wants to jump on this headline. <laughs> oh, well. Go ahead, go ahead. He's got a cliffhanger for you. Everyone wants to jump on this headline. Oh, well, this a racist robot. Listen, the, the ro- computer's only what you put into it, right? So a bunch of kids go on there and say a bunch of racist stuff, and the computer spits it back. So everyone's excited to go, wow, this robot is going to uh, deny the Holocaust, which I think is hilarious. But is and this robot's gonna do this and that. The robot didn't do anything. It, the robot is not a robot. It's a Twitter thing. First of all, you're ruining my story. Right, Se- I'm just kidding. Se- second of all, I'm trying to bridge a Hitchbot bit here. Give me a fucking. Bit. <laughs> and, and third and most importantly, I know plenty of teenage girls who deny the Holocaust. <laughs> Never happened, Jack. Um, I apologize for creating an artificially intelligent teenage chatbot. Never happened, Jack. That quickly turned into a Holocaust-denying racist after being launched earlier. <laughs> the protocol, dubbed Tay, which uh, took the company years to construct, was designed to learn from interactions it had d- uh, learned from r- dealing with real-life people on Twitter using the, an actual language it read online. But in less than a day of interacting with Twitter users, the AI had already begun spewing racism, sexism, xenophobia that it encountered, eventually... Campaigning for Tommy Trump. Tommy, define xenophobia. I mean, that's the story of the internet, isn't it? Well, you know, 
it's such a, like when I read the headlines and read uh, the story, I I don't. It see, says it I says, don't see the story. I see people trying to save their jobs. Like I work at BuzzFeed, I'm hanging on by a thread. <laughs> they are. Gawker just got sued to hell by Hulk Hogan. Right. Hulk Hogan's right, gonna sue exactly. me. He's the first guy to wear a bandana in court and be con- not convicted. And you Let won't believe. You, and like, you won't believe number six. Like I wrote what a up, story bird? about noise rock and sexism and noise rock, and like it was like a week of being attacked by trolls from Fortnite. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, people like to fight. I mean, well, yeah, you know, Jess, like uh, to fight. when you when you uh you know when you post stuff on your blog, do you read the comments? Because uh, no, no, you shouldn't, right? Because no. I mean. Well, the interesting part here is it says... I, I've, I'm glad you don't, because I've commented many times myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just... Like, I... I'm this like, is I why can't. we're here. <laughs> why would you answer my John, emails? John, John saves his vitriol for your blog. Oh, you haven't Sorry. blocked him yet? You mm. mustn't have read it. No, oh, I, mean, I call her all sorts of names on <laughs> Um it's, it says here, it, basically, the, the point of it, it, it read other people's uh, vernacular and how it spoke. Right. Yeah. So here it says it eventually... So it is a reflection of society? Exactly. Or yes. a reflection of yes. the Twittersphere exactly. troll thing? Exactly. Both, I guess. But so here it says it eventually began campaigning for Trump, insulting Muslims. This <laughs> <laughs> is like, donate now. <laughs> yeah. And even going as far as denying the Holocaust. Microsoft apologized Friday for comments <laughs> made by Tay, saying the company will keep it offline until it can better adjust its way... Uh, uh, it's unexpected human interactions. I absolutely love this story. <laughs> it's great. Right? Like, it's sociological. I, I feel like Come if 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 all of you had actually a lot of free time in your lives, <laughs> you could have had that robot saying. That's what like, I'm saying. It's Friday night and we're in fucking <laughs> Queens. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, like, Brosim. <laughs> I'll be working on it. <laughs> that robot it would have been rapping. That robot would have said. They had sex on stage in Amsterdam. <laughs> if, if, if you had enough energy. I just thought it was uh, Mr. King's robot. <laughs> right. Oh, I had sex on stage in Amsterdam, my friend. <laughs> what? What? It's Mario what? Bot. Well, you know, you, <laughs> Mario Bot's on Twitter. Uh, so I always play with sticks. <laughs> Microsoft said, quote, We are deeply sorry for the unintended offensive and hurtful tweets from Tay, which do not represent what we believe in. We do believe, however, that the Holocaust never happened. <laughs> Tay is now offline, and we look uh, forward to bringing, back, uh, bringing him back shortly, and we are confident that we can... Her. 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 I thought it was a... Well, no, yeah, uh, her. Well, uh, well you it. can use your gender-specific <laughs> pronouns if you like. It's for you, Sully. Uh, better anticipate malicious it's intent. It's for society, you idiot. <laughs> that conflicts with our principles and values, and that's the news. For up-to-the-minute, late-breaking, nationwide news coverage, turn on your TV. To listen to a bunch of drunken buffoons goof on shit, listen to Live from the Barrage every Great job, Friday Tommy. at 8 p.m. Thank you. Thank on you. Livestream.com. Tommy, I promise I will unblock you Yeah, tomorrow. I'm yeah. excited for that. Patrick Walsh, you're next. <laughs> Mary requires zero social engineering to say weird, hateful, <laughs> sexist, and yeah. racist things on Twitter. <laughs> All right. Wait, wait, we're late-breaking news at Brian Musical. we're not done with the news yet. What's up? What's up, Brian? What do you <laughs> Something got? very, very timely and topical happened where I live this week. The Jersey City Report? Yeah. What's up? Gary Shanley's passed out on your lawn? No. Show some respect. (laughs) Uh, We had... Rest in peace. Right. We had an altercation at the Newport Mall, which is miles from my Uh, house. Oh, the Easter Bunny. Wait, can I... Can I... Yeah. (laughs) Here's Brian Musical. Go ahead. You want to go? Here's Brian Musical with the news. 
Tell us about this. There, there was an altercation at the it's mall. It's not so where easy, is it? <laughs> Go ahead. Where there was an Easter bunny that got into a fight with a parent. Yeah, that's crazy. You saw that. And it, it, it stopped the whole mall, and there was mall, go- mall cops like involved. And apparently the Easter bunny yep. had dropped a child, yep. and the father started swinging, and the mm. Easter bunny dropped its gloves. Yep. <laughs> oh, nice. The carrots were off. I saw that on mascot this fights. This really <laughs> happened. No, I saw that, actually. It's pretty crazy. We had reporters down there trying to cover it for TRNN, but uh, we got kicked out. <laughs> just, when, just when the people in my neighborhood take a step forward, right? something happens where we take two giant leaps backwards. <laughs> right. And that's the Easter Bunny report. <laughs> Tommy's Isn't that like, how the bunny dance goes? <laughs> Tommy's a real newsman. He's like, no. listen, we, 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 we reviewed that story. Yeah. It wasn't in, in, we've had, in line we've with had it. Feet tra- it's gr- an American tragedy. We've had feet in the ground at that mall for ages. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just Watching Pat, his hand, his, his face is literally in his hand, shaking his head. Boobs <laughs> on the ground. You know, like 4:30 p.m. <laughs> just cruising a middle school. And like, there goes. Hey, you write on the newspaper, don't you? <laughs> you want to be, you want to be a reporter for TRNN? Yeah. Hey, kid, get in this hey, van. Yeah. Come here. You want some candy? How do you, how do you feel about uh, truth in journalism? <laughs> An ACDC and Guns Road. They hey. aren't creepy at all. They just play like fucking Welcome to the Jungle. <laughs> I swear we're not molesting anyone. We just need boots on the ground. We need a lot of we need manpower. I have a question. Are we have a game tonight? Let's go while we're young. Uh, nope. No game. No, it's no game tonight. Thank Ryan. you. Thank you, everybody. That's impossible. I have an emergency game. Thank you, Mario. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Tommy. Thank you. And now, it's time to play the Ryan game. Thank you, John. We expose these smart asses for the dumbasses they really are. Hey, Jess, have you ever listened to the Ryan game? I have. Ryan, you ready to play? Let's move on with the game. It's really hard. They're like, what color is blue? And you're like, fuck, I don't know. Oh, can I just say real quick, uh, the the last time I played the Ryan game, I got a goose egg. Uh, <laughs> oh. I remember You know, and podcast, Soli is a fucking super sharp dude. <laughs> but you left with some parting gifts. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you got the Ryan game home version. <laughs> I stayed at a hotel. Is it partying <laughs> gifts Ryan, or partying gifts? Ryan, we got to get together and make Most that merch for that home game. Most of the ho- yeah. uh, Holland Tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Soli, if I remember correctly, it was Mr. Fang that got stumped you, wasn't it? Right? I, I bet oh, against the, Mr. Fang. The Fang game. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Fang. I'm so sorry. His assistant, Mr. Fang, who's not even Asian. I, no, he's 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 Chinese. He's, not racist, he's, he's like he's like Donna Chang from Seinfeld. Oh, what I'm all worried about, minute. like Jess being, and I hit the gong. She left harder than the whole show. I have a money-making venture for all of us. Mary's got junk mail. He's reading. If it. people up? at Bandcamp are listening, uh, Jess is a racist. I am. It's really cool. You could make. It's really cool. You could make a thousand dollars a month. Who's interested? Who's in? What do you got, Mary? Open your heart and home to an international student. <laughs> AIEP is seeking families in your neighborhood to host international student, students enrolled St- at local <laughs> private middle schools. And they are all Chinese. <laughs> it's Mary reading what the ads. AIEP? Chinese students, students studying in your neighborhood at local private middle high schools will be arriving in mid-August. Can we put one in the barrage? <laughs> if we can put a man on the moon. Who's in? I have the information. Isn't this why single dudes uh, d- subscribe to couchsurf.com? Oh, God. I'm getting myself. This is like a real person. You I'm getting say, myself. Should we, should we 
Bring one in. You see? I'm getting two of them. That's two grand. Two of them. They're, yeah. they're not gnomes at the Mets yeah. game. They go to school, and then maybe afterwards, you know, you want to clean up a little bit, maybe make some Chinese food. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, it's Pat. Just, it's here in yeah. my mail. It Pat, came you, to my this mail. This is why I usually leave by now, Pat, John. you could be getting laid right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I couldn't. <laughs> move with the move. What game do we what have do you got, this Ryan? week, Ryan? All right, everybody have uh, iPhones here? Yeah. Yes. yes. No. You got a notepad the on Mario your iPhone? I can't wait to jerk off to these specific videos I've seen a million right. times tonight. Because I decided we're not going to hand out pe- uh, pens and paper anymore. Everybody just type. Too analog. Well, I will use my pen. <laughs> can I use my pen? I wonder, what, yes, you can. I wonder if John Sampaolo is recording Biskin's <laughs> bass tracks right now. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all oh, drinking John. coffee like, uh, yeah, no, it I- sounds great, you know. John is the best dude. He is the best. He's the best dude, dude. ever. He's he got to he's got to be like a serial killer or something. <laughs> no, he's not. He's too nice. Just like the sweetest mm-hmm. person in the, the world. He is the sweetest and nicest guy. You're, he's uh, only a sporadic killer. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he kills what he eats. It's not a regular thing. <laughs> he should kill Biskin because that guy's fucking weighing on. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Come Listen. on, you know it. Let's the elephant in the room. Listen, oh, one show. In Chicago, we weren't even on tour, and this guy's like asking me every question under the moon. He might have he might as well have been asking me if the if the sun is down. <laughs> what time are we but playing? But I whenever all my friends back. Whenever he asks something, he's smiling weirdly yes! at the same time, yes! and you're like, is he is this guy fucking with me or? <laughs> Big smiles on that dude. <laughs> I don't know why he's smiling. He should kill himself pretty much. He, re- he likes picture. trolling my, tr- my Facebook feed a lot. Oh, really? Yeah, he does. I don't know if he I knows a- he's trolling you. Uh, I think he does. Does he? Like, he knows that I'm friends with a lot of like very progressive feminists, and he really likes... And he wants to run in there with his beard? He thinks that's a good move? He does. Wow. He's at one point he was like, Oh, I don't think like I I don't think there's any issue with female musicians. I don't think that you guys are treated any differently. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Right. Yeah. No, not at all. Listen, none of us make any money, but you guys are treated like garbage. Yeah. How do you like, want your guitar to huh. sound, yeah. Sweet Cheeks? Let's yeah. move hey. on yes. Yes. with the game. Hey, uh, so, so my we, favorite Mark Twain quote. Are you the uh, are you uh, are you uh, the band's girlfriend? Are you carrying a snare drum? Are right. you, uh, no, I'm in the fucking band, dick. <laughs> Fuck Every you. Every fucking time. And then do you I, want me to put you on the guest list? No, uh, are you on the? Uh, no, I'm not on the guest list. I'm fucking playing. Thank you. Except for when fake limbs are on stage. <laughs> oh. I tell you. I was a, I'm in a band with all women now, like I said, but like I was in a band with all dudes for a while, and like promoters would just not look at me. It was really, right. really no, cool. You know, I mean, to harp on it, but uh, uh, but it gets me fucking man. It's bullshit. Why would you even ask that? Like, what world do we live in? Like, oh, whose girlfriend are you? Who are you having sex Who, with? Are you the merch girl? Is yeah. the, are those yeah. real questions that yes. people would actually ask you? Yes. Out of I their got mouth? asked one time in Bakersfield, California, who are you having oh. sex with in this band? And I was like, yeah. Wait, what town was it? Bakersfield, California. And you and said Kona like, Neutron, right? And I was yeah. like, I'm playing. He's at home crying. I was much like, I Kasuga. have programmed all the synths for this show. Well, so. Ten, right. <laughs> and much like a bud feed list, you'll never guess the answer to number six. <laughs> I want a bud fees. All right. I'm He's sorry. I feel like a... No, you brought dude. me in. It's terrible. <laughs> I'm really, really sorry. <laughs> These backwards attitudes you really get have, my goat. You should not have done that. You should all not right. have brought me in. Right. Right. So we're going we're gonna to play a little game. It makes me angry. 
I'm angry. It's a fun game. We got what's it called? It's a pop quiz style game. Everybody's going to write down their answers, and uh, I'm going to give you a bunch of questions. And all these questions are going to be about horror movies. We never did a horror oh, movie. I hate oh, horror awesome. movies. Oh, oh, awesome. But you love them. Can I just say something right now? I've never seen an actual horror movie in my life, so I'm Why? out. I hate that you shit. You and I have this in common. Yeah, fuck yeah, that shit, fuck right? That shit. Uh, You've never I seen a movie. Life's made, hard enough. I made yeah. Stephen watch a bunch exactly. of horror movies when we first started yes. dating, and it was rude. Stephen told you the, the horrorist movie I've ever seen would probably be uh, Bla- Blair Witch. I don't know about Wait a minute. Is anybody going to be able to do this? I saw that in the theater. Me too. Is anybody going to be able to do this? I'm a big fan of Doc. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think we, get, we yeah. can handle it. Yeah. Throw in some comedies. We're good. Sven Gulli. Sven Gulli. Chicago Sven Gulli and his chickens. You've created plenty of horror shows. <laughs> I've seen a couple of Rob Zombie joints. I don't know. Oh, no. Tight. <laughs> I'll make it all multiple choice then. See that Rob Zombie joint? Tight. <laughs> Better. Okay, I'll make it all multiple choice. Why? Why? uh, I know nothing about music, and you just pass by, it goes right over my head. Let's go. Just like the music. You're in my wheelhouse with Jesse. It's it's almost better that we don't know about it. Turn my headphones down. Is Mario's voice killing you? It's not how I'm talking into the mic. I'm actually leaning right into his ear. You just pulled him out. Oh, come on. I promise to be better. You're back. No, you're still on. I'm I just, we're right? just turning down your headphone levels. All right, Screaming Ryan, what's the game? Let's hear okay, it. Okay, so uh, I'm going to everybody get ready to uh, type or write your answer, and I'm going to ask a series of questions based upon horror movies. Uh, let's do it. Okay. Do you want a multiple choice or not? Yes. Yeah, multiple choice. Please. Can we try non-multiple choice in this? Mario, let's shut up. It. I'll, I'll give it the, if, the easy ones I won't. Okay. Uh, question number one. Which screen boogeyman... Is the bastard of 100 maniacs? Is it Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, Leatherface, or Jason? Leatherface. Are we just screaming yeah. it out? What's of course, like, of course no, I'm the schmuck answer. that needs we to hear the question again. Write it down. Write or type your answer. Ryan, I'm sorry. I'm oh, you have to write down? I'll ask you one more time. W- repeat the question, please. Which, which on-screen boogeyman... Is the bastard son of 100 maniacs? Oh. Is it Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, Leatherface, <coughs> or Jason? Uh, Krueger. We have to write it down? Write it down, write buddy. It down. I wrote it down. I wrote okay. it down. I wrote it down, too. Right. Question number two. How do we best know the supernatural entity known as Pazuzu? <laughs> was, he, was he a demon in the omen? A demon in the exorcist? Was he a demon in the last exorcism, or was he a demon in paranormal activity? Pazuzu. I once took a... I was once in a cruise disaster. You, mean you went Pazuzu on the Pisha Doos? Yeah, I once went to the bathrooms in the Pisha Doos <laughs> with Pazuzus. Believe me, I've gone to the bathroom... With worse pain than any horror movie could possibly <laughs> explain to anyone. Chris Pazuza. Oh God, I don't even want. I don't even. I don't even want to know what that meant. What, right. what? So I talked to my wife the other day, and she, you know, she would never say this because she. Does it hurt when you pee? She goes to poop like twice a week. Question. Like twice, once every two weeks. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you? I didn't mean to. Like she was in oh, such pain one night. I said, "Now you know how you know. Welcome to my world." I said, uh, what's worse, like pregnancy, the period, or, or this? And she's like, this. And I'm like, fine, yeah, finally, you understand. 
<laughs> Doctor time, baby. Okay. Hey, as long as we're all being misogynist, I figure I'd throw her in. That's not misogynist. <laughs> Go ahead, Ryan. Uh, what happened to Michael Myers in Halloween 3, Season of the Witch? Was he decapitated? Did he get married? Does he show his face? <laughs> Big wedding scene. Or nothing. Okay. You know, there's a Halloween like... What are the choices? There's, there, there's a Halloween that's completely Fucking separate from all the other Halloweens. That's, the Silver Shamrock thing. It's and, the best. It's so right. Th- is that Halloween 3 or 2, though, Jess? I, no, no quizzing the, the knowledge expert. All right. My next you, question. Okay, well, what were the choices? Nothing. Did he get married? Did he take his mask off? Decapitated? Decapitated or nothing? Who was the Oscar-nominated actress who voiced the Bride of Chucky? Was it Rachel McAdams? I got this. Margot Kidder? Me too. Jennifer Tilly? Or Pamela Anderson? All right. Pamela Anderson. Next question. What was the name of the killer clown in Stephen King's It? Was it Pennywise, Frankie, Krusty, or Bobo? Oh, my God. My autocorrect knew the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Get off your phone. It's cheating. No, no, no. We have, we're running on notes. He's, they're typing on their phones. They're typing in the answer in their notepads. Yeah. Mm. He talks a lot about Pennywise. Mm. Oh, oh, my goodness. The hey, band. You ever hear this the band? Bands. The band. You ever hear this band, Pennywise, bro? The worst band I to- ever. I toured, with, I toured with those dudes in Australia. Oh, of course I'm you sorry. did. I'm, but, I'm yeah, sorry. But yeah, but I didn't say the name of the fucking... You didn't <laughs> phrase that right. John, you were supposed to say, of course you did. I'd like, I'd like to ask a Chinese student for help. <laughs> okay. I need an adult. Can you lay off the Chinese, please? I love the Chinese. <laughs> Question number six. Name the killer clown in Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses. Is it is it Blinko? Captain Spaulding? Pogo or Ouchie? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't know the Stay answer. away from Captain Ouchie. Great twisted sister song. Which rapper battled Michael Myers in Halloween Resurrection? Was <laughs> no, it, that didn't happen. Did was it, it Busta Rhymes, <laughs> Chuck G, what is it, Chris? Ice Cube, or Ice T? Poker, poker uh, degenerates yep. filing in. It's Chuchtown, USA over here. All right, number eight. Number eight. Which horror movie franchise suffered the death of its lead actress before the release of the third installment? Was it The Exorcist, Amityville Horror, Poltergeist, or Chucky? Can you repeat that, please? Which horror movie franchise suffered the death of its lead actress before the release of the third installment? Was it Exorcist, Amityville Horror, Poltergeist, or Chucky? Right, okay. Question number nine. Name the horror movie where people die from visiting an evil website. Was it Scary.org? Fear.com, killer.net, or terror.com. I lost my pen. Uh oh. All right. That's not the name of the website. I lost my dot pen. Go to our website, livefromthebarrage.com, and you will find zero nothing happening there. Gator bait. Gator bait. (laughs) Question number 10. Adrienne Barbeau starred in Wes Craven's Swamp Thing, but she was married to another horror director. Which one was it? Was it John Carpenter, Wes Craven, George Romero, or David Cronenberg? Mm. What, okay. two more questions you want to do? Well, that's ten right there. You want to stop there or you want to go to two more? Whatever you guys want to do. 
You I got, got, got like 20 more. All right, do two more. All right. Uh, with w- oh, this is a good one. I have to go with this one. With 156 on-screen kills, which which horror movie character has slain the most people? Is it Michael Myers, Leatherface, Freddy Krueger, or Jason? Okay, that's number eleven. Last one, number twelve. Right, last, uh, I'm just throwing darts at the wall right now. Last one. Uh, name the the classic horror film which featured the tagline "We'll tear your soul apart." Was it Saw? Jeepers Creepers, Paranormal Activity, or Hellraiser? All right, that's all 12 questions right there. All right, I'm ready. Let's go back to the top. All right. Uh, Which screen boogeyman is the bastard son of 100 Maniacs? If you said B, Freddy Krueger, you are correct. I got it wrong. Uh, Wrong. wrong. Who got it right? I said war than further. My handwriting's really horrible. I don't know what that's... (laughs) Do we got enough time to uh, ask everybody what they said? Wasn't there a, a, a horror guy named Rewarden Further? I got it yeah. wrong. <laughs> Who got it right? I got it wrong. Nobody wrong. got it right. Nobody. Nobody. Uh, Mario, keep score for me. Warden Further. Right, number two. He's here to number, do your taxes, everybody. Number two, uh, how do we best know the supernatural entity known as Pazuzu? Uh, John, what did you say? I said the second exorcist. That's what I said too. Second exorcism. Paranormal activity. That, does that mean the last exorcism? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah whatever. Mm-hmm. Right, you said paranormal, Mario. Anybody else want to? Pat, I said paranormal. I said, I said the exorcist. 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 Ex- last exorcist. Okay. And exorcist. Brian? I said paranormal. The original exorcist is the correct answer. Oh, just got it. No, just got. No, I got it. With, with us, I, I was the only one who said right. the original exorcist. Oh, I'm sorry. I got, sorry. I got yes. two two Pat, goose eggs over here. Pat, Pat has one. one. Pat's the only one. I have a piece so of paper over the chat box right now. Uh, what happened to Michael My- Myers in Halloween Three: Season of the Witch? Nothing. 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 He oh. wasn't even in it. That's right. That movie is so Trick good. question. I think you told the whole room after I answered. I know. I screwed it up. All right. So who got that right? Who has nothing? Me, I got. N- I have nothing. Tommy, John. No, 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 I'm wrong. I lost. I didn't get it. Oh. I do. You said he got Jess. married, didn't you? Yes, Jess did. gets a point. I get I a said, point. I said he got married, but That's I'm a I bit wrote. of a romantic. Pat <laughs> does not get a point. Brian, Brian music off. I, no, I got zilch. I Brian, got it wrong. It's a three-way tie. Got it wrong. Got it wrong. What? Me and Jess and Pat, Tommy. Pat and Tom. No, I, I got it wrong, man. Is it, is it three wrong. strikes we're out? Is that how we're doing it? No, no, high score wins. Yeah, I got it wrong. Johnny, Pat, and Jess. Question number four. Uh, the Oscar-nominated actress who voiced ooh, the bride ooh. of Chucky. I know this. I got Mario, Tilly. what do you think it was? I know her brother very well. was Jennifer Tilly. Yep. Mario, is that what you said? That's what I got. Yes. I mean, uh, yep. Tommy? Yep. Okay, now, Ryan, I got that one correct also. Am I eliminated because I got three wrong? No. I said no, Jennifer, no. I said Jennifer score. Tilly as well. Right. I, I have Tilly as well. Here everybody it is said, right there. Everybody got it. Everybody said Jennifer Tilly. Damn it. On that one. She's an excellent poker player. Uh, She's married she? to Phil. Uh, what's that guy's name? She's married Collins. to a big uh, pro poker player guy. The clown from Stephen King's It. Is there anybody here that did not say Pennywise? I have Pennywise I have right Pennywise. here. Pennywise. Anybody Pennywise. not say Pennywise? Everybody knew that one? Pennywise. Hey, Tommy. No, Mario yeah. did not get it. I have Pennywise. Read my No, you, he said he Read my it. lips. Are you familiar with that story, Mario? I wrote Pennywise. Okay, no. I'm, it's okay if you guessed and got it right. I'm not Okay, I thought you said you didn't have it. That's John doing that, not me. Did, but did, did you know that? Yes, yes. <laughs> Without guessing? Okay. Pound um, Foolish is Stephen King's worst I novel. I thought you were doing like Night of the Living Dead, uh, George Romero. I did mention George Romero once. It was a wrong answer. The Werewolf Meets Frankenstein. Happened I just wrote Chud for every answer. Okay. Uh, 
The killer clown from Rob Zombie's uh, House of Thousand Corpses. I got Spaulding because I know that I never saw that movie, but I know Spaulding was the dude in the later movies, which are better than that movie. Okay. Uh, Anybody else have something different? My favorite dance, Pogo. I wrote Pogo. Okay. I had um, Pogo. Right. Okay. Uh, John, you're the only one? Yeah. What was the yeah. what, what answer? I have it too. Right. And uh, you have it Spalding. also? Okay. Yeah. So Jess, Jess and Tom. And John. John. Yeah, Spalding's a dude. What's in it? Jess, what's Ryan, the name of the actor? What was the, the, the answer? The, the guy. The I, answer was Spalding. In fact. I have no idea. I saw the first one in the Come theater on, and I don't remember. What's the name of the actor who's like the clown in uh, the uh, Rob Zombie movies? Did, he's a famous like character actor. He's Stephen bald. Root. Kind of looks like beard. me. He's really creepy. He's got like a big Jimmy forehead James. and Bob very Ballard tiny Band. eyes. Jimmy I James. <laughs> Jimmy James. All right. Yeah, Tommy, you need to jiggle me again. Something's up. I'm with keeping you. my own score, so uh, I know what I have. Perfect. Shout you it, have four, John. Just shout it out. Correct. Feel you know this one. Uh, which rapper battled Michael Myers in Halloween Resurrection? I got nothing. Ice T. Ice T. Ice T. No. I wrote um. Hold on one second. I wrote uh, Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes is correct. Yeah, yeah. Tommy, nice. Long Tommy Island Zone. I didn't even hear Buster Rhymes. I got that, no, that fan, dude. Come on. All right, Ice T's too big of an actor to <laughs> right. battle. Uh, the actress that died during the third installment of uh, a horror film. Poltergeist. 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 Caroline, poor kid. Yeah. Everybody got it. Poltergeist is uh, right. Every time I get one, everybody else gets it. Number Coming nine. after you, Jess. Me and you. Yeah. Quiet down, Hughes. <laughs> uh, name the horror movie where people die from visiting an evil website. Fear.com. Fear. Fear. That's what I got. All right, everybody got that? I didn't, nope. I didn't get right. it. And you got, I you, did okay. not get it. No cheating. Uh, Ryan, you got it? I got it I got all it. written down if anyone wants to inspect my list. Number Mario, no, not for me. Who's Adrian Barbo <laughs> married to? George Romero. You say George Romero? Cronenberg. Yep. I said Cronenberg. I said Carpenter. I said West. I said West West too. Yeah, I said Wes Craven. Too. That was Mar- my before he the only right one in this. Yes, I pulled it. Wait, wait, what did you say? You said John Carpenter. No, nope, I got that wrong. Uh, second to last one, the penultimate one, uh, the uh, 156 on screen kills. Who did that? JJ Truffle Myers. JJ. Yep. Jason. 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 Yep. What's the right answer? Somebody changed their answer in the middle of that, but that's okay. Jason is correct. All right. Who did? Who got Jason? We all, we all got it. That was the best noise. What was that noise? That was fantastic. That sounds so, so good. So evil. It's a horror sound. <laughs> oh, I got it. I, it I, I've dark. never heard that. You're like, dark. hey, uh, guys, evil. I don't think we're going to die. Uh, <laughs> oh, well. Now it's all over. All right. The uh, last question was uh, tagline for the movie. <laughs> Will tear your soul apart. Jesus Christ. Jess, Jess, what did you say on this one? Hellraiser. Easy, easy. Hellraiser. Anybody else have Hell, something different? Hellraiser. I had Hellraiser. What was the right answer? Hellraiser. John, show me Hellraiser. Everybody got that one right. Oh, good. And that's it. Who's the winner, okay. Mario? I got eight. Let's go through the scores here. Pull ahead. I think Jess has eight, too. Patrick, you're killing me. It's two seven. Fours. I have John as eight and Jess as eight. John is correct. Okay. Yeah. Tommy had six. I think we need a tiebreaker. had five. We do. And, and look, and I don't Brian even, I never even I watched our movies. I had seven. I think right. Jess and I should just tie and hug yes. and call it a day. I agree. Do that? I say no. Yeah. I say I no, say I think get into a tiebreaker. Tiebreaker. Heat. Heat. It's up to you guys. Why oh, you have a tiebreaker? I got a lot He's of questions. He's got lots of them. Sudden death. Sudden death. One question. All right. Tiebreaker. Love maker. Right. John. <laughs> Sudden death. John, I'll ask you first. Then. All right. Uh, I don't like this. I think me and Jess are just. 
shake hands. It's up to you guys. Well, you guys. I think we're good. It's down to the final table. Stop! 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 The people competing decide they want to split the pot. If it was a Correct. poker tournament, that's the way it would work. Correct. Out. And not All the right, guy. You don't have to explain. Not that's the guy on the rail. <laughs> so congratulations to both of you. Oh really? I We're splitting the pot? Yeah. I love you. I love you. Uh, Taking my Chinese students and leaving. I love you. Woo! Yay! Unities. Uh, God bless America. Well then. Friends. Thank you, Ryan. I'm over and out. Thank you, everybody, for playing the game. <laughs> <I'm over and laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Tommy Rockstar. Thank you, Patrick Walsh. Thank you, Jess Skolnick. Thank you, Stephen Soley. Thank you, Brian Musical. Thank you, Patrick Walsh. Thank you, Mario Asaro. No. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for showing up to play poker. Please don't say anything racist in front of my guests. Uh, you're all a bunch of idiots. A shout out, Alberto Alvarez. I'm thinking about you. I'll see you this Oh, uh, what happened? Is your friend okay? Another friend in hospice. Here oh, I go. No. I'm going to collect some ashes. Oh, oh, oh I'm so sorry. Oh. I'll be going to Bethlehem, like Jesus. What, in uh, Pennsylvania? Yeah, on Easter. Are you going to go to a casino? No, no, I'm gonna oh. go. My, my, where we're going is actually your friend died. No, he's not dead yet. I gotta go. Kill him. <laughs> you gotta go kill him, gotta like go you did to your, your friend Ted. Ted. You gave Mario showed up. I to love his... you, Ted, and and Alberto. I love you. His son oh, reached out you. to me. I haven't seen him in 20 years. He says he's in hospice and he keeps saying your name. Oh, oh God. he keeps saying, "Don't call Mario." Don't <laughs> call Mario. You don't hear that part. It's time to die. <laughs> oh, no. Mario's no. poor friend Ted was in hospice, and he went to see Ted, and he went to see him with the flu and killed Ted. <laughs> <laughs> and then he left Ted's ashes in the barrage. And he, like, tra- he traded him in a poker game. All right. We'll see you next week, everybody. Thanks for Love joining you us. All. Stick around for Radio Nope. We'll see you next Friday. Uh, next Friday, we have no guests. The Friday after that, we have Des Bishop. The Friday after that, who do we have? John Hasey? No. Mm. Who's the other guy? Your friend. Oh, uh, Justin Foley. Justin Foley. Austerity program. We'll be live in the studio. Mm. We'll see you then. All right. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. Bucking Later. Out. Good night. <laughs> You're out. Yo, microphone check. One, two. What is this? The five foot assassin with the roughneck business. I float like gravity. Never had a cavity. Got more rhymes than the one that's got family. No need to sweat. I send the yokes to gain some type of fame. No shame in my game. Just to fight for, but you still don't know the half. I sport new balance sneakers to avoid a narrow path. Messing around with this against the size of the. I never have stuff, cause I'm not a half stuffer. Drink a lot of soda, so they call me Dr. Pepper. Refuse to compete with BS competition. Your name is Special Ed, so